0: Welcome to a brand new MA Roasted podcast. This will be Adam Hunter. We got a great, great, great show today. We got Eve Edwards in the house. He's getting too big for us. Yeah. You're on Tuesday Night Contender Series, you're on Fox. You're killing it, man.
1: I'm trying to kill the game.
0: Man. You, you came out here. You couldn't even book a, a McDonald's job, and, and now, now since the podcast, you're 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 everywhere. I'm happy. We're honored to have you, man. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for slingshotting me into stardom.
0: No problem, man. It, it is it, it has all been this show. Uh, we also have Shane Crutchin, uh, WSOF fighter, Marine, Purple Heart recipient. Uh, dude is a badass, complete badass So Shane, how's it going?
2: What's up, man? And uh, former WSOF, but uh, you know, still a free agent trying to get that contract so Right, okay what's going on
0: It'll happen And then we have uh, CB Gold is here uh, What's up, guys? Made his embedded, uh, he was on Embedded last week Oh, uh, shit. Yes four
3: uh, Instagram stories embedded yeah
0: yeah wow you 're you're, you're making it making it happen dude you're making it happen
3: uh, <laughs> right place right time, I guess
0: uh, I want to thank uh, our sponsors, uh, listen, people, Mac Weldon is better than whatever you 're wearing right now, okay, trust me, Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping they are they have the best underwear, best undershirts. Mac Weldon is, is unbelievable. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. Okay, CB, please get this. Okay, some of you guys stink. All right, and you can get it away. Okay, it's good from,
1: for sweaty balls.
0: Yes, yeah, so get get the, get this. Women don't like it when they go down on you and, and you smell like uh, earring back. Okay, so listen, they want people want you to be comfortable. Uh, so if you don't like your first pair, keep it. They will still refund you, no questions asked. Okay? <laughs> I mean, it's probably you. Listen, not only is Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too. It's good for working out, going to work, going on dates. Me and my girl, we have underwear night. Uh, we have pillow fights. I'm telling you, go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using pr- uh, promo code MMA. All right? So, Mac Weldon, I'm telling you, check it out. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It is uh, it is uh, it is unbelievable. Also, uh, I want to thank our other sponsor, Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. They've established partnerships in over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the U.S. As a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably. Understanders developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals, and their produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. I'm telling you guys, cooking together builds strong family guns, but bonds. Cooking, cooking Together builds strong family bonds. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook only three times more often. Me and my girl, we have Blue Apron Night. It is the best night of the week. It's all, we, we, we cook together. And, and listen, I was spending so much at restaurants and high-end grocery chains, and now I could spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal. Their upcoming meals are seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, uh, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil, fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelli pepper, as well as chili butter steaks with parmesan potatoes and spinach
1: i gotta get with you about that blue apron stuff because when my son was here yes um i taught him how to cook some pan fried breaded chicken and um he made dinner for us one night and that was awesome and now that my mom's here she's teaching me some old school bahamian recipes and um i i cooked some chicken sauce the other night and that was awesome also and um yeah, man. It was, a whole, it was a really good time cooking with my son and then cooking with my mom. I'm telling you. It's, it's, that's a different That's a different experience, man. It's it, fun.
0: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So Blue Apron is affordable. They got variety. They're flexible. They're easy. They're guaranteed. You got to check out this week's menu Go and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash MMA roast. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and be able to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash MMA roast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Um, so, anyway, everything is good. Me, I, uh, I had a great weekend. I was with my dad. We went to the fights on Saturday, uh, and it, it was awesome. Uh, the fights, look, I was rooting for Cormier. I was rooting for Tanya. They didn't get the nod. I was upset about that. But uh, the, the, the whole, I, I would say, you know, from top to bottom, it was a, gr- a great card, a fantastic card. Although, uh, I do got to say, so... Friday night, I had two shows at the, at, the, um, at the Ha Ha. I hosted. I don't mind hosting. I like hosting. It is, uh, you know, because I, I do a lot of time up front, and then I bring everyone up. Sometimes you get these comedian hosts who they do no time up front. They let, let the comic, the first comic kind of bite the bullet, bomb, and then they go up there and do 20 minutes in between each act, essentially ruining the show. have they, like they also
3: done it to you the other way where the host takes up way too much time yeah. And then you're like getting up there and you're like, wow, I just went from 30 to 15.
0: Yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, so me and my dad, we go to the fights and look, I like getting there early. I like seeing the first fight to the last fight. I can't stand these people who they have the best seats in the house, the <laughs> whole front row. And they show up for the, 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 the last three fights. Or two, those people should not be allowed in. Honestly, they Drives should
3: fucking crazy. Because I'm like,
0: you, there's, there are fans out there in the top row who they're there for fight one. Yeah, and these guys—they come to either to be seen or whatever. It's just like—it's almost like they should. They chop
2: off their leg to be in those seats. Yeah, yeah.
0: People don't. And the thing with fighting is normally the best fights are not the last couple fights. It's yeah. it's, it's the undercard fights. The are, guys
2: that have nothing to lose that are trying to prove themselves—they're on the undercard and they're trying to. Those are the best fights.
0: One thousand percent. Well,
1: those did, guys are fighting for something.
2: Now, yeah. yeah.
0: Now, when you when you were fighting uh, Eve, did you were you ever like you know when you were first coming up? Did it bother you when no one was in the, in the crowd?
1: No, you don't have time to think about it as a fighter, you know. But um, after, afterwards, yeah, you think about it then. It's one of those things, man. Um, but as a fight fan, it bothers you, you know, because these guys that are, that are coming in that are spending, what, uh, a couple thousand dollars on a seat, and they're, they're only using it for, for a fraction of the night, it... um. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. It's, it's 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 a weird thing. It's like you don't even like this fucking thing. It's just you have money and you, you just you just think it's cool. So you want to be seen. Oh, it's the worst. It's, I,
0: yeah, especially, the, you know, it's annoying. Like the, so, like the Rock was there. Yeah, the Rock is huge. <laughs> I mean, the guy takes up like six seats, right? That one guy who knocked out uh, Jimmy Manoa. I took a picture of yeah. it. Vulcan Ozemir. Vulcan. This Vulcan guy. Ozdemir. Vulcan Ozemir knocks out the Rock, and you can't even see it Manuwa. because.
3: I've knocked out Manoa <laughs> oh I, I, I my, I that'd be a good knockout for yeah, the yeah. night that's not for sure Manoa, 50 and grand. the seven <laughs> ring girls
0: are taking pictures with the rock blocking everybody
3: like, <laughs> I saw the photo and I'm like enjoy the fights
0: oh it was unbelievable <laughs> so, so stupid but anyway so me and my dad we get there early and you know and I, I, I know because my, my wife's the same way or like like, by the eighth fight, they're like, all right, how many more? I
3: mean, as the, my, It's a long night. Yeah. For and, somebody who's not accustomed. And
0: who's not like a Jason Knight fan or something. You know, yeah. like, that's the kind yeah. of thing. So, we're from New York. And New York, there's no such thing as jaywalking. It's basically you walk across the street when you can get across the street. It's right. almost like Frogger, you know, like you try to get across. But in L.A., oh, like, right. in L.A., jaywalking is a big deal. I just, by the way, I just coffee <laughs> all over my. Uh, all over my phone. I think my phone's now dead. Uh, thank you, Shane. Shane, Shane. Shane the Marine is actually... Uh, so. <laughs> is medic! Okay. We need yeah. a medic! Uh, cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. What do you think? You think, th- think the phone's saved? It's still good. All right, good. <laughs> because now they can also tell. When you have water on your phone or computer, they can tell it's broken, so you can't just say, I don't know what happened. Yeah, go, oh, yeah, there's a, so sticker. Sti- yeah,
3: yeah, a sticker. Yeah, the sticker. If it gets even moist, moist it changes testing. color, and they're oh. like, fuck you, dude. So, so so annoying.
0: So, jaywalking, right? So... We, we noticed that everybody is sort of waiting to cross the street where you're supposed to cross the street, right? And my dad's like, no, come on, come on. Like, you know, come on. So I'm, I listen to my dad. I'm like, all right, right away, a cop, a cop, like, right away. There's a cop. And the, and the cop, this guy was like, don't you, Hey, how many, how many, uh, how, how many signs say no pedestrian crossing? And I wanted to be like, what are you, a game show host? Like, like, just, like why are you asking me these?" So I was like, he's like don't you see the signs? And then I, my dad's like, sorry, sorry. And I, I was kind of being a wise-ass. So I'm like, oh, the sun was in my eye. I couldn't see the sun. He goes, the sun, the sun's set from the west and rise in the east. Oh, I see the shit. sun right there. Let me see your ID. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. All right, I, go, I don't have an ID. Oh, I'm going to lock you up for not having an ID. I'm like, real. Like, so, now my, <laughs> so now we just apologize. But this guy, like, some of these cops, look, I'm a, I'm a fan of police officers. You know, I know a lot of great police officers. But there are some people that, like, their whole goal is to get people in trouble. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, it, it brought me back a little bit to the time. Uh, the Mets and Yankees were playing it was the first ever subway series first ever right so it was like game, game two so I take my little brother and his friend and my friend Noah I was 18 years old so we go to the Bronx and it, this thing was so bad that while you're walking in we go to the bleachers they go Met fans enter at your own risk they, they tell you that while they're giving you the tickets right uh, I'm like that's fucking so the whole time in the bleachers Met fans were getting beers thrown on their heads like, like six fights broke out it was it was crazy So we had to leave. We we left because my little brother had a a, a, a little league game I had to get him to. So, of course, my my friend, my car breaks down. As I had one of those cars that would just randomly break down, and the car wouldn't start. So we called AAA for a jump. So the guy's like, all right, meet us on, I don't know, 150th and whatever. We met at the exact corner. This cop comes with his friend, and he's like, the AAA is for us. I go, no, no, we, we told him to meet us right here. I go, he goes, you have a problem with that? I'm like, and at the time I was 18 years old, yeah. and you think all cops are good and blah, blah, blah. I go, no. I, I, if you're white. I, if you're white, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm white. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got a problem with that. The guy, goes, the guy took me and threw me against a tree, uh, a huge cop. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? You can't do this. He goes, come into my office. He takes me, drags me into a bathroom in a parking lot. He go, I go, this is your office? He goes, <laughs> he goes close enough. And the guy, and I could smell the, the alcohol in his breath. So he goes, Give me your best punch. He goes, Come on. Puts his hands out. He goes, Come on. Try to knock me out, kid. Give me, and I, so at the time, I'm like, Man, I might be able to fucking knock this guy out, you know? But, but, but then I'm like, Well, what if I don't? a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm going to jail. Is he blocking the door? So I was like, Sir, I don't want to hit you. I, I don't want to hit you. I just want to get home. I got my little brother. He goes, Listen. And he gets gave give me a speech about how when he was a kid, I, just this long. So then, like, at the end, like, I finally, we get out of there, and my friend's like, get his badge number. So I'm like, I go back. I'm like, can I have your badge number? Want to go back to my office? I go, no, 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 no. I don't want to go back to the office. So then I, I go to another cop, and I'm like, that guy just roughed me up. He goes, welcome to the Bronx, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so that, it, it took me back there uh, a little bit. So I don't know. That's, that was that was my that was to get in. So uh, anyway, uh, so that was the, the fight. So let's talk about the fights themselves. Uh, like I said, I was rooting for Daniel Cormier, and – the people where I was with thought that Cormier won the first two rounds. Uh, at first, I was like, he's using the wrong strategy. Why wouldn't he just try to get him against a cage? How can he be trying to wrestle him? He wrestled Anthony Johnson. But then I'm like, well, he did that the first fight and clearly lost. Yeah. And he was landing more punches and laughing at John Jones's punches, laughing at him, literally laughing until he got kicked in the head. Yeah. But I couldn't help just feel terrible for the guy because he really is the – like." He just has like the best luck and then the worst luck, and I thought he had
2: a good game plan going in, I mean hitting him getting in and out right away, not letting John Jones use that range. That's what John Jones owns is the range, and he wasn't letting him get anywhere near it and then the head kick landed
1: misread that for sure oh yeah i um I was rooting for John going into that fight um. I know he's he's screwed up a bunch, but like I said before, I said it here. You know, he gets out of his way. He gets out of his own way. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll come back and, and become the champ again. Um, he's just a talent. Um, but DC was doing a really good job. He, he was walking him down, and he. I, I, I well, the first round was close, and the second round I thought it was more convincing for DC. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when John landed that head kick, ooh, that was beautiful. It,
0: it was. You know what? I think I was sitting next to DC's wife. Because she was crying. And then people were like, you're dead. You're never getting up. And then she was like, I think it was... it was I was sitting next to What's Name's wife, the, the, the coach's wife from uh, American, uh, a.k.a. Yeah. Ma, uh, Mendez's wife. Yep. And I think it was DC's wife. I'm not sure. But she's like, fuck you! And she wanted to fight the person behind... It was just... It's hard to celebrate when you're sitting with the people... I wasn't celebrating anyway, but man, it was that much worse when you're seeing people that are crying. Uh... And, man, but, I, you know, you got to think that if D- Daniel Cormier, was, you know, didn't have to wrestle Kale Sanderson in the finals, he would have been a national champion. And if he was in any other weight class, including heavyweight, I mean, if somebody does Josh Barnett at heavyweight, uh, could he beat Cain Velasquez? Could he beat Steve Miocic? Arguably, yes, but it just he happens to be with the greatest fighter of all time in his weight division. And you can't help but kind of feel for a guy like and that. And
2: the only two losses of his pro career are against the same guy.
0: But if they fought again, yeah. who do you think wins in like the third? If they fought again for the third time?
1: I think the best opportunity for Daniel to beat John was this past weekend with yeah. him being gone for that long. Um, I think the rust will be off next time he's out there. Um, and I think really the only, only challenge for John out there right now is Gustafson. Of course, he said he didn't train for that fight, um, and that could be true or whatever, but that's a, a guy who's built a lot like him and um, gave him a lot of problems the first time. Mm-hmm. So he can he can train all he wants, and we'll see if the, if the fight plays out any differently. But um, I think him and DC fight again, I think he wins. Besides the fact that he's won two, he may be in his head, and um, yeah, he's just—he—he's got that edge over him, I think, at this point.
0: But what about this guy Volkan? I mean, this dude—it doesn't look like he's even hitting you. Uh, he hits hard, but people are just falling apart. I mean, Jimmy Manoa—have you ever seen Manoa go down like one that? Time. He, yeah.
3: And one Anthony time. Johnson. It was Rumble. Rumble. Rumble yeah, right. and that's and that's put that. him down. I have to kind of separate from the whole situation. Rumble's, Rumble's his, his own his group. Own, yeah, yeah. That's
0: a fight I want to see: Rumble versus Volkan. That, that almost l-
3: says he's only coming back for Jones. But
0: we but don't know how good Volkan is, though, because we, we haven't seen him. Right, it could be one of those things. Where, I mean, we've seen that in boxing plenty of times. This, you know, knockout artist,
1: and then he goes up against a. Remember, oh God, what's his name? I can't remember.
3: What division? Because I l-
1: light heavyweight. He to, he Wasn't used, Houston Alexander Houston Alexander I, I, As soon
3: as you oh, said yeah, it I'm like yeah, yeah. yeah That's Houston you know? you think he, Yeah but this dude
0: Seems better than Houston Yeah I mean. Oh
3: he's well More way well more Well rounded well-rounded Out of a Swedish camp Houston lost to know. Kimbo uh,
0: Yeah Rest in peace Kimbo But that you know
1: Yeah absolutely um, um, But, but that, the thing is We haven't seen anything Out of this kid yet um, We've only seen him Twice in the octagon And, and yeah He smoked two good guys but True. that's the same thing would happen with Houston Alexander the first time he came in. You know, he right. smoked two good guys right out of the gate. Or
0: I mean, so could you? Or I mean, we've seen like guys that come out of nowhere. You're like, oh my, this is the next. I remember Samuel Peter as a boxer. Uh, you know, the Nigerian Nightmare. Yeah. He was a guy that was just murdering people. Uh, now this, I, another fight. What
3: this guy's he's actually three and zero in the UFC right now. Okay. He beat OSP in his debut by split. But yeah, he's three and zero, and the two knockouts. You got just you have under ninety seconds in two fights. It's just That's, it's scary, but I had that feeling about Manoa. I'm like his chin's not exactly there if it gets hit.
0: I also think Manoa should only fight in, in uh England. England. There are some people there are some people <laughs> that they only seem like not only, but when they fight in front of their hometown, they're different fighters. Uh and uh, and other people where it, it, it works against them. Like Cerrone in Colorado or something. or, or That's or that's Cerrone, but there are other people where it's against them. But, yeah. Now, who, who I felt bad for was uh, Tanya Evinger. Tanya Evinger, you know, she's been on the podcast. I'm a fan of Tanya. We love Tanya. Uh, Cyborg, you know, Cyborg just is too big and too strong and too athletic. She's too
2: much woman for that and, weight class. I used to train with Cyborg, and I hell no. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, I trained with her for almost better part of 3 years and holy crap when she comes out of left field and she starts hitting you it there is no training. There's no 70%. It's 130 or 0.
0: Yeah, I knew that. So I knew that like when Tanya got dropped by the jab. Yeah, it was the first punch of the fight. I yeah. was like I think that kind of changed the whole fight.
2: Well, yeah, and I rolled there. with Tanya after my fight at Madison Square Garden. I flew out to Houston. I hung out with her, and I, I rolled with her. I fought her teammate, and uh, I rolled with Tanya. And I She was strong, but I was like, this isn't cyborg strong. I As soon as Tanya was like rolling with me, I was like, oh, shit, oh. when they announced the fight. And I was really, I was gutting for her. I mean, I, I had do- money on her because she was such a huge underdog.
0: I, I was, I was during the fight, I was like, you got this, Tanya. And people looked at me and started <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Uh, like,
3: <laughs> yeah I, it I it wasn't trying so. to be funny.
2: But at the same time, you got to give her, I mean... Three rounds with cyborgs? Yeah, she
3: made a lot farther than most people. Yeah. Plus, totally. the fact that there may be something. I was hearing rumors from fight camps and stuff. There's a rematch clause in both girls' contracts. So, Tanya may get an immediate rematch because they don't have anybody else to do. And I'm also hearing that Megan Anderson is stuck in Australia for ten years. Ten oh, years. So the, ten years. Visa, why would she be stuck for ten supposedly years? Supposedly it was a visa situation; she Come did not on. get it handled, and they told her you have to go home. That's why she pulled out of this fight. She had to go home, and it doesn't look like she will be able to get a U.S. visa for ten years. So That's she said, so "Cyborg." Sad. Cyborg she even said, "If I'll fight, yeah. I'll fight Megan. I'll go to Australia just to quell all the, you know, silence everyone." So I think that's going to be the only chance of a cyborg Megan Anderson. But Tanya may be getting her immediate rematch. I mean, I don't think
0: the UFC is going to do that rematch, and yeah, I, I don't nobody think really wants
1: to see that. And maybe. I don't think
0: Tanya wants. To, I don't think Tanya should be at one forty five. No, not, it's not Tanya great,
2: should be like, at one thirty five.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at her body, and you are like, okay, she's got. She, she could easily make one thirty five. Um, it was one of those things, though. So, I don't know. Call me crazy, but let's say that fight goes five rounds. Was there a chance of t- of Cyborg getting tired? Uh, no, no No, I, no she was know.
1: setting the pace. You don't you don't get tired when you're setting the pace.
2: And she was gradually upping it all the way until the knockout. She was constantly clicking it one more notch every two seconds. It was like oh god. And I, I've seen Cyborg go at it in the gym for three hours straight with her ex husband, just beating the crap out of each other. Uh, you know, Evangelist, and they would. They would kickbox and beat the shit out of each other with no shin pads. So don't tell me the five rounds of Cyborg's going to get all right, tired. shoot
0: the box. By the way, yeah, uh, the Shane, right. we have to talk about how you got called out uh, now in the World Series of Fighting. Andre PFL Harrison, now uh, professional PFL, fighters league, whatever. Yeah, all right. Uh, so PFL for pretty fucking lame uh, as far as like how how. Look, uh, I'm a, I'm a Ray Seppo fan. League. I like I like what they're doing, but. They, they can't go up against the fucking great the Super Bowl and, and the best fight of the year. And well, I mean, I'm sure they have something with New McGregor, uh, Mayweather. Like, they got to, like, you're <laughs> telling mean, me nobody is in there going, hey, listen, uh, here, here are our possible fight schedules. I mean, nobody goes online and says, hey, uh, oh, this is the time. Uh, sorry, it's uh, it's New Year's Eve. Uh, I don't think <laughs> people are going to. Super Bowl. I don't think people are going to say. Hey, they had a fight at, like, Nine in the morning on New Year's Eve. The whole world's hungover, uh, but people are going to watch Jake F- Shields versus John Fitch. I mean, who was doing this? Fucking, like, the anyway. one they
3: canceled on 205 night? Y- yeah. No, no, no. We were there. Uh, we fought at
2: MSG on uh, MSG. New Year's Eve. No,
3: but the, like they originally had oh, it scheduled yeah. for the same that, day. Yeah, I'm that like... was the
2: first card I was supposed to be on with Paul Bradley. That was uh, exactly. we were yeah, yeah, yeah. on 205 night. That was NBC to, to race FO's defense. Uh, NBC <laughs> came... And goes, here's your fight schedule.
0: I know Ray Sefo, he, he has no defense. Okay, yeah. he's just. Oh, no. shit.
2: Come on now. Ray's
0: a good guy. He is, he's a great guy. But yeah. anyway, so Andre Harrison yeah. is who I think probably the, the most underrated fighter in the world. He's 16 and 0. With
2: the most gaps in his game. Yeah, okay. go ahead, okay. keep going. 16
0: and 0. Great wrestler from New York. Great. Champion. Yeah, he was, I think he was a state champ. Wrestled, of JV? wrestled in college. Uh, also uh, just a tough, tough guy. Yeah. Beat Lance Palmer. And you have been trolling this guy on the, on, <laughs> online. You've been getting under his skin. You've been talking shit. Sounds
2: like Georgie, saying huh?
0: All this stuff. So he <laughs> wins his fight and then calls you out. Uh, Do you
2: you're, see Bowser in space?
0: You're, well, you're not even in the W. You're not right now. You don't even have a contract. No. <laughs> Is that even your weight class? Yeah. Oh, that's your class. Yeah. Okay. How did this happen?
2: Uh, yeah, I've just been trolling him. Why not? Uh, so we were on the card together at Madison Square Garden and then he uh, went out and built beat uh, Lance Palmer. Uh, I mean, I, he's a good kid. He's good heart and everything like that. But it's just I see a lot of holes in his game. I, I think his wrestling is good for wrestling, but it's not fighting wrestling. Uh, I mean, and then going out, I flew out to Seattle to troll him even harder. Cause why not? I mean, you can troll on the internet, but why not just show up? Right. And then I sat cage side, and he saw me, and he calls me out in Boss Ruten's face, like, "What the fuck is going yeah, he on?" He called you out. Yeah, and gave up the million dollar shot, and Boss Ruten kept trying to get him to talk about the million dollars. He's like, "No, I want to fight him." <laughs> wow. Yeah. So now,
0: now, now, where do you see yourself beating him?
2: Uh, he's my uh, my grinding. I, I would beat him up on the cage all day long.
0: Okay, so yeah. I mean, but wrestling, you're gonna give him the advantage, right?
2: Not uh, open mat wrestling. I'm not an open mat wrestler. Yeah. Okay,
0: but striking, you're giving yourself the advantage.
2: Uh, I think I think striking's kind of comparable because both of us have. I mean, mediocre or uh, mediocre striking at best, but both of us are really good wrestlers. And but I think I have the jujitsu game to back it up. You're he a brown doesn't belt. have. Yeah, he doesn't have the jujitsu. Gracie Baja. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you saw the bet. Uh, he wants me to wear a Gracie Baja shirt if we fight and I lose, and he's going to 10th planet tattoo if, uh, if I beat his ass. So what do you have against ass? Gracie Baja? Nothing against Gracie Baja, other than obviously they don't show submissions. He had like 10 submissions wide open the whole fight and just fucking sat there and looked at him.
0: So you think 10th planet is better than Gracie Baja? Fuck yeah. Or, or, or like, just much better?
2: The fucking world difference. Uh, Eve- I mean, you wear... Pe- I'm not a
0: picture <laughs> guy, but what's, what's your uh, take on this?
2: Just fight. <laughs> that's what i'm saying but you know at the end of the day it's it, like like you said you know it's it's a fight but i have respect for andre andre's a good kid but uh you know he's got a lot of holes in his game and all he throws is a fucking left upper kick a uh, left upper head kick and a right right uppercut right, listen man nobody's got more balls than you I Come mean, on. you're
0: you're you're a, you're a hero uh i mean you you, you served our country where, where were you stationed uh iraq How many times?
2: Uh, Two times. For how long? (laughs) Uh, Long enough, and I got hurt both times. (laughs) And
0: and, and what was your job in the military?
2: I was infantry. I was a designated marksman. You were marksman. Yeah.
0: So, like, what exactly is that?
2: Uh, pull the trigger, shoot people. So okay, so uh, kick doors down.
0: Kick doors down, shoot people. Yeah. Right. All right. (laughs) And then where did you get shot? Uh,
2: I got uh RPG blew up next to my face on April 29th of '03 uh, when I was 17, right, uh, two months before my 18th birthday. Wow. Yeah.
0: How much? How much pain were you
2: in? Uh, I wanted to get back in the fight right away, so I jumped. I mean, they, they literally sewed me up, threw me back in the field, and went uh, went on my way. But uh, now, how bad was your face? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can see the scarring and stuff on the side of my face. I had to, underneath my eye, over my eye, and on the side of my scalp, um, fucked up. But it it just it just all you know, it whatever. It's just a thing. You know, I just wanted to kill more people. So let's go back.
0: All right. Uh, right. so that that was the first time, and then you came back the second time?
2: Yeah, I came back the second time, I was a PSD, so personal uh, security detail uh, for one of the generals, and uh, while we were working with the general, uh, my dumb ass ends up going out and getting hurt, Uh, uh, you know, ISIS, Al-Qaeda came out and decided that they were going to try to whoop my ass again, Uh, that time didn't work well either for them, you know, more people died on their side than our side, and uh, you know, I was wounded, ended up getting medically released out of the Marine Corps 05, and... Here You're I am.
0: Hand to hand combat? No,
2: no hand to hand. Yeah, uh, no, that shit. Yeah. So just, how good
0: of a how good of a shot are you?
2: I'd say pretty good. I'll just
0: so, stand in my car and we'll see what. So happens. like, American, <laughs> so American sniper? Are you? How much better is he than you? Oh,
2: he's fucking world of difference. I mean, Chris Kyle's a legend. Yeah. Do you ever meet him? Yeah, I I met Chris Kyle while he was alive. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. So, well, well, thank you for your service. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. uh, So then you came out and you had a huge coke problem.
2: Yeah, fucking gargantuous. Yeah.
0: You got up to how many? How much?
2: 262 pounds pounds was the heaviest I was at. And I actually fought at that weight.
0: So you you were a fat cokehead.
2: Oh, fucking huge. I was self-sponsored by Burger King and everything else.
0: All right. So so then you started fighting, started training. Yeah. And now here you are. How many years later?
2: Uh, Almost 12 now. Yeah, 12 years later, still fighting, still throwing it down.
0: That's the thing. Like, when I met your ex-wife, who was this hot Asian uh, girl, she was, like, trying to get you to stop fighting. Uh, She kept saying to you, because at the time, your eye was hanging out of your head. Yeah,
2: when I got my, uh, I fought Mike Corey on a two-weeks notice, and I detached my retina and and tore my uh, orbital, or, fucked up my orbital
0: right and your wife's like she wants you to stop doing this
2: Yeah, and i told but, her to but, uh, fuck off that was a big mistake even that, being married to her
0: Well, that wasn't well you got <laughs> married after two days right
2: well i got married because of uh you know i she was pregnant with our daughter and i got married because uh, that way she could have medical coverage and everything but, like that but
0: you met her but you got married after how long of knowing her uh
2: yeah i know you know we she got pregnant and uh you know had to had to do the right thing in my eyes and that was just fucking stupid
0: right okay but i'm saying like a, a woman like her is telling you to stop fighting and i'm like listen this guy needs this yeah uh obviously when, when like you didn't have fighting or this or that you, you were 280 you were doing but you're the kind of guy you ride a motorcycle you're the military guy you do all kinds of stunts you you fight this is like what keeps you going there are certain people like you that mma while other people are like this that's insane but this is <laughs> sort of like this is like your sanity
2: yeah, I need adrenaline If I don't have Adrenaline to me Is like Prozac is To a some fucking Crackhead Right you
0: know. Right, I was thinking about that Like, There are certain people that, that this is what This is their therapy
1: Yeah, that um That's nuts I, I don't I think I took it for granted For a long time And stuff you guys go through But um My girl My girl She's a psychologist And she She works with a lot of PTSD soldiers mm-hmm. And whatnot. And she started this program For the Australian military And she's mm-hmm. doing this thing for, for the UN now And um like I definitely want to talk to you when we're done here, for about sure this but um the stuff like that's that's war and what's going on over there and what you guys have to deal with um that's that's it's very hard to to it's hard to even imagine and fathom you know it's it's that's a completely different world, and then for you guys to come back home and 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 like have to live with regular people (laughs) you know yeah oh i know that's it's 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 a it's a it's a big deal man um it's a big step back you got to scale back so many different things that 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 people real regular people anyway don't just they don't ever ever even consider for sure so it's it's one of those things where it's like um i want to pick your brain
2: yeah absolutely man
1: Nice.
0: All right. Uh, I like it. We're, see, we see. we're bonding, bonding, <laughs> bonding, badasses here. Uh, by the way, also with Cyborg, people stop saying Cyborg's a man.
1: Everyone's like, "Oh, that's a hey, man." I agree, man. That's that a is, man. That oh, she's that a kind cheater. Shit, I think I'm that's tired of um, the
3: cheater shit too. Yeah, I'm
1: tired of the cheater shit. I'm tired of the that's a man shit. I got I somebody somebody tweeted something and tagged me in it about um, Cyborg, something about oh uh, about Trump um, not allowing her to fight yeah, yeah, yeah. anything, and it's like It's so stupid. she she's not. She, she isn't hurting anybody except opponents. She, she isn't asking for anything special. She isn't doing anything out of line. She's a fighter. She goes in there to fight. If she, she's, It's not a beauty pageant. She's not trying to be the prettiest girl on the stage. She's trying to be the, the number one. Not only that, but partner.
0: you're assuming that all men look like that. I don't know any man that looks like that. Like, so, yeah, no, I mean yeah. that's I, I, people. Oh, she's a man. I go really. I'm a man. I I look nothing like
2: that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an eight pack. I don't, no. I, yeah,
0: well, like all men are walking around with like like that's not a man. That's a yeah. uh, that's a uh, uh, that's a beast. Yeah. Uh, that's And 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 the most polite form is what I'm trying to say. That's oh, a, yeah. a that's a that's a epic human being. Well, it's what's crazy
2: a, about Cyborg too is like I've traveled with her. You know, been in the airport and. When she checks out a guy, like she she wants to manhandle a man. And she's like she's all you see him? I was like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm like, No, 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 I don't know. Shit. I'm I'm just your teammate, you know? Yeah. Like Yeah. It's it's scary, but no, she's very feminine and shit. And this whole cheater shit too, that's
0: Well, she did get caught cheating. You know, that's she did. Okay, years, years, yeah. Whatever. She caught. She got caught cheating. And but so, and so did Frank.
2: So did Frank Mir. So did so did Jen nine. Yeah. But, 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 but you
0: know what though? If people want to call those people cheaters, they did cheat. Yeah, and then everybody's
2: like, oh, that's, oh, a, but that, that's
1: what that's what that's what punishment and rehabilitation is for. Yes, that's, correct. Yeah. Like, you're you're like, suspended for once, a reason. Once you're, once you're a thing, you're always that. No, thing. you're right. You're
0: right. She. You, I understand your point, but at the same time, I I think that like. Granted, I think a lot of people (laughs) fell in love with Gina Carano, and uh, and when she beat Gina Carano, (laughs) people were very upset about that. No,
2: she didn't beat her. She (laughs) murdered her. (laughs) No,
0: she was pretty good for a second. She was doing okay. Hey, uh, I mean, look. But the the bottom line is like when Bubba Jenkins told me that like when she sprawled on when Cyborg sprawled on Bubba and Bubba started seeing stars and we're talking about a world class athlete yeah. in Bubba Jenkins as a wrestler yeah
3: as a wrestler guy who yeah. beat
0: Jordan Burroughs the best and, in the world and yeah and all these guys and when cyber he's like dude this this is not oh. you know uh, and that's the thing although listen I, katanya came to my show on monday that was awesome i, I was yeah giving, i saw that picture i was giving her a hard time about the fight i'm like hey listen no matter how bad you're so inspiring because no matter how bad I'm, my life is i'm not getting beat up by cyber you know i she, see she was laughing her ass off and she's such a cool chick I,
2: I love tanya's uh interview and they're like what did you why did you uh take this fight and they're like she's all did you see what they paid me <laughs> i yeah, was no, like "She got a hundred thousand
0: and there was somebody complaining about that like oh how could she get that it was her first fight no, no, no. You should be complaining that it's not enough.
3: Yeah. I mean, She's beyond established. I, oh, 100%. Yeah, and undefeated for how many years? Well, yeah. I watched
0: a boxing match on, uh, on Saturday night. Adrian Broner, Mikey Garcia. They each got a million dollars.
3: A million was the fight?
0: Mikey Garcia won. And afterwards, Adrian Broner goes, listen, I don't give a shit what you guys say. You're still going to pay to see me. Uh, that's how good I am I'm still Adrian Broner and you can still get it uh, but the thing was <laughs> okay fine it's Adrian Broner whatever but the point is is that to me there's Adrian Broner should not be making a million dollars and you know uh, and Tanya getting a hundred thousand or you know big
3: time debuts in the UFC making less than a guy who's had like two or three fights yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that they really should have the Ali Act, and I mean that that seems like it's gonna help as far as getting these guys paid more and girls paid more because it's ridiculous. Although it, it was funny though, like the Tyre. Also, oh, we'll talk about Tyron Woodley for a second. <laughs> Here are my thoughts about Tyron Woodley. Uh, <laughs> listen, Tyron Woodley won every round against Amy and Maya. He won every round, uh, and I understand people are saying it wasn't that exciting, but it takes two to make a fight. Yep. Damian Maya could not take Woodley down. He tried 14 times and, and failed every single time. Woodley kept hurting Maya, and yeah, he didn't finish him, but Woodley's also the same guy that everyone says gasses. Oh, he gasses, he gasses, he gasses. Well, you throw 40 punches, you're not going to gas. Now, granted, the crowd was booing. It was the second time that in a row or a Woodley fight where the crowd's booing. But my whole thing is if you can't beat these guys, if you can't beat Ben Askren, if you can't beat Tyron Woodley, that's your problem. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, sports about winning. People say it's about entertainment. I disagree. It's about winning. There are enough guys out there like Ricardo Lamas and Jason Knight that are just going to fucking play rock'em, sock'em robots where you're going to see that. When it comes to Tyron Woodley, now my dad, my dad had a different take. I was with my dad and he's like, Sugar Ray Robinson would have killed these guys. <laughs> That's what he always said. And he's like, What is he doing? He goes, I don't blame him. I don't want to get hit either. He goes, it's like he doesn't want to get hit. Look, you win, you don't get hit. You know, my dad was like, I can do this. That's what he said. I go, Dad, no, you can't do this. Yeah, I can do that. I think I could do the same. No, no, Dad, you can't. A lot of people, they, they think, it's, Look, it's a tough situation because as I understand where Dane is coming from of let's not put Woodley in major. You you can't have a close up super. Super cards. That. Yeah. At the same time, you know, he's fighting the most dangerous jujitsu guy in <coughs> MMA. What do you want him to do? It's not it's not if, if this was EBI, I'd be like, Okay, that's bullshit. Yeah. If it was Metamorus, I'd say it's not. It's an MMA fight and Woodley won every round. Eve.
1: Yeah, Tyron's my boy, man. But here's here's the I look at it. I agree he won that fight. Um he won that fight convincingly. When you look at the rules and you play by the rules to win, okay? Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Where I think fans have a problem with Tyron is in his demands for their adoration. When you demand that type of thing, then you have to take more risk. That's what people love. That's that's why people love the fighters that take those risks. That's why people love Robbie Lawler as a champion. That's why people like Conor McGregor because he gets into these exchanges and is willing to take those risks. You can't say... I'm the greatest, I'm this and I'm that, and then not put yourself in the position to to prove that, right? Like, just winning by the scorecards is, is not the way that people are going to adore you. So it has nothing to do... Uh, for me, anyway, the way fans react to Tyron has nothing to do with the skill set that he shows in there and playing by the rules. It has to do with the claims that he's making and then not... Doing anything that stands up or back those claims up. We knocked out I mean, Robbie Lawler a minute and a half. He and and since then, right? I mean, the first fight with Stephen Thompson. Yeah, it was. It was. It had its moments of entertainment. Entertainment, but they both really didn't want to engage. Yeah, you don't put all of that on Tyrant, but at the same time, that like he's a part of that fight, and for him to say that I'm the greatest and I'm doing this and and I'm the the baddest and blah 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 then, okay, we'll go out there and take a few more risks if you want the fans to, to, to jump on board. That's all I'm saying. It has nothing to do with, um, with whether or not he's capable of winning these fights.
0: You don't it's, think like him and Asker now are becoming like the, the NWO of, uh, of MMA where now they get booed well, everywhere? It's and, funny
3: like, that you say that because like, watching Tyron throughout the week And seeing the way he is, he's playing the heel role really, really well. Like He's playing the bad guy now, and it's like, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to knock him out, this and that. And then people are like, well, he's a fucking asshole, so I'm going to boo at him. No, he's taking the approach of the heel. He was the nice guy for a long time. Nobody gave him any comeuffins. Nobody gave him anything. All of a sudden, he turns into like, I'm fucking Tyron Woodley. Fuck the fans. And everybody's like, oh, I fucking hate him. But. You're now they're talking, talking about, about him. him. You're yep. still bringing him up, and you see him with the fans. And I will tell you an interaction with I, ha- I had with him. Friday night, he was he acknowledged the fans. He said, I got to go, this and that. Somebody went up to him. End of the night, Friday night, last thing before sleep, and then the fight. Y'all don't want me getting no sleep, do you? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, from Orion Hall, I could take it a different way. From him, I find it funny. Was, was he kidding or no? He's... He's playing the heel well. From a guy that's been a WWE now, CB, fan for as now, long CB, as I am. You, did you get a hotel there? No, I drove to Anaheim every, every day. Every
0: day you drove to Anaheim. How, S- how many days in a row?
3: I did Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday.
0: And your, your goal Saturday was did to get everyone's autograph?
3: Uh, yeah, pretty don't much. Don't you have
0: everyone's autograph right now? No. Whose autograph don't you have that was on that card?
3: Well, now I have everybody on the card, but I started a new project for myself. What's the project? Um, it's a certain kind of image. That friends of mine are making, and uh, I'm printing them 11 by 14. And actually, it was so loved by Brian Ortega that I ended up going to his room uh, on thir- did you Give him a foot massage. Yeah. Thursday what did you do? When I walked into his room, he was under the covers, and it was like it was it was Friday. It was just after the cut, and he looked. This is becoming really bad. creepy. He was yeah. he, he was eating He's a under the covers, still with tomato. Sauce. So, what did you do in his room? I printed a, a bigger image. I printed this image. Right. Okay. And so I printed it bigger for him oh, shit. I had him sign one and I gave it to him So his coach invited me up to the room And he ended up giving me a, a walkout shirt For hooking him up with the image Right. Um, but no so I'm working on those I'm trying to build a new one. And then wall. what do you do you put this in, your, in like your house in your- I, I'm actually I'm moving in about 5-6 months Uh, because you have too many autographs in there no my girl and I are moving in together oh wow and um so my man cave is gonna be like all this stuff I'm just printing them and Hmm. trying to get different fighters and stuff right, nice Hmm. I was pretty popular last uh, y- week.
0: Y- yeah, you were on. I, I was, got so many. I got so many things because you were because you you showed off your five Conor McGregor tattoos. I didn't. Sh- no, I only un-imbedded. showed one.
3: I only showed one.
0: I didn't really know how to feel about it. I, you
3: know what? I got an embedded episode named after me, so I'm immortal. What, what, what was it? Was it? What's it it's called? called. I have six Conor tats. That's oh, nice. what it's called. And then Saborg remembered me from the interview with Tanya, and told me the next time I see you, you better have a Saborg tattoo. So, are you also, getting that? I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my birthday's on Sunday, so I got to get a tattoo where are you, where for are you my gonna birthday. Get it? I don't know. I don't even know you what have I'm no getting room. Get, get it on your face. You died. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> I was, I, why don't I get Randy Couture's girlfriend tell me to get unemployed across my forehead?
0: So anyway, so all right, let's talk about what happened afterwards. So Dana then said, look, we're not going to put this guy in a main event based on that performance. Tyron said, if you don't apologize to me, Dana, I'm going to release dirt on the UFC. Uh, what, what, what dirt does it, what is he talking about? Eve, tell us, you're, you're an insider guy. What
1: is he talking about? There's, there's, there's always dirt. There's always, there's always something that, that somebody has done or somebody has said that's not cool. Um, I mean, you, 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 you I can't even explain. Uh, I don't know what the dirt is exactly, Yeah. but I'm sure Dana has said some things to Tyron in, in private that, that. Tyron would not uh, would not want out there as it would would pro- possibly hurt Dana's image or whatever.
0: But is this is this smart for Tyron? I mean, someone said, "Where is he going to the Tito Ortiz school of handling business?" I mean, you have a look at it. Tito I mean, was in the cage on Saturday. Yeah. Tito's back in the UFC yeah. being
3: acknowledged again. G-
0: great, but 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 at the same time, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, is it? If I'm Tyron, like, do you really want to? Bite the hand that feeds yeah, you.
1: I know exactly what you mean, and I I don't think that's a good idea because in the end, I mean Dana White is the uh, is is he's the man when it comes to he can do whatever he wants. I mean, uh, when we, when we when we talked about or when they profiled uh, John uh, not John D C versus Daniel D C versus Anthony Rumble Johnson for the title. And they they said the first time the title is going to be held by somebody different in a long time. They went back and they showed the history of the belt. They showed it from Chuck. They didn't show Tito and Frank. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. right, I right. That. They, yep. they can they can delete history, man. They can erase history. So so to say to to say something like that, it's like like you're you're challenging a god of MMA.
3: Like is he, he, is he literally can erase corner? it. Is I'm, he trying to pull a corner of like I'm not doing this like because Conor did the same thing I'm not advertising for 200 I need this fight Or whatever it is And Dana was like You know what then Fuck you But he ended up getting what Well the thing is Conor has the whole
0: country Behind
3: him Do you think Tyron's Doing the same thing And, and, and can Conor, he Con- get those results well,
0: No because he's not Knocking people out like Conor He doesn't exactly. have the whole Ireland behind him And also He's not re- You know Conor even in His losses Was entertaining
3: Yeah uh, Who's next for Woodley Who is next for I'm here for- in Lawler I'm Aaron Robbie And Tyron said no so I don't know who they're giving him at welterweight. I think he wants
0: GSP or Nick Diaz.
1: Yeah, he wants he wants he wants the money fight, but um, that's one of those things, man. It's like, it's like when they were when they were talking about him and Bisbing as a possible like super fight, and it's like, you're talking about super fights when there are still challenges at that weight class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't it does it doesn't sell. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't play out.
0: The only fights that really made sense, the super fights, were like the Mighty Mouse ones because, yeah, Ray Borg is a challenge and Ray Borg can him. win, but at the same time, you know, a lot of people in are more gonna be more enticed by Mighty Mouse versus uh,
3: TJ T. J. T. J. T. J. or Domin- or Cody. Dominic or even Cody. Cody.
0: Then they, you know, Bisbing has five guys in his weight class
1: that he hasn't fought oh, yet. Oh, they're all that, salivating. That you
0: could argue would be the favorite going into that fight. Yeah. Being in Chris Wyman, Romero, Whitaker, Whitaker Jacare, Jacare, and... Uh, Rockhold. Even Rockhold. Even Derek Brunson would be a good fight for Bisping. Yeah. Um, so, all right. That being, that being said, the cowboy fight. <coughs> uh, who did I think won that fight? I would say... I Being there... I was pulling for Cowboy it Was because his, his wife or his girlfriend was there, and she, I know her. They came to the show. And you can't not like yada Cowboy. Yada, yada. Man, I thought Cowboy won the first round barely, won the second, lost the third. But you could argue that Lawler did more damage in the first, uh, and even though Cowboy ended up on top, he didn't really do that much damage on top. So I, I didn't have a problem, per se, with the way it went. But I would like to have seen Cowboy get the nod. Here's what I really want to see, though, is them to create a 165-pound division. Because it just seems that there's a a group of guys that are too big for 55 being Cowboy, Masvidal, let's say Colby Covington, Kevin Lee. Yeah, a
2: whole bunch. And they're too
0: small for 170. And it would only make sense that 65 is the way to go. And they make a 75, 85 if you want to make it go 85 205 or even a 95. Did
2: the ABC just approve that? Yeah. Now it's up to each league or whatever yeah, yeah. to See, make their Dana own choice. Yeah.
3: Dana said no. Thought? He said we're not adding more. Yeah, Dana said
2: what's there is there. Yeah.
3: Thoughts on this?
1: When you say Dana said no, it's um 20s. for now. <laughs> yeah, for now. Exactly. <laughs> Till tomorrow. <laughs> you can't really you can't really um take that as, as gospel because things change. I mean, women were never supposed to be in the UFC. Yeah, of course. You know? 145. No, oh, no. At all. Do they yeah.
3: add them all at once if they do or do they do it gradually like they're doing the girls right now where you do like once a year? Do you just huh. do we've got 65, 75... 95 now, or do we do okay? We're bringing in 65 in like six to eight months. We're gonna do another ultimate father, with they're probably, 75. They're probably gonna, uh, well, they're
2: doing what 25 right now, right?
3: They're doing the next is yeah. the 25 girls, but yeah. they haven't added a men's weight class <laughs> since flyweight. and That was you know, right when the WEC got bought out, which was already about six years ago. But now.
0: here's also what I think happens with some of these guys that go move up. I think their opponents take them lightly. I think you go, you got guys like Kelvin Gastelum when he went up to uh, 85 or Cowboy going up to 70 Masvidal going up The guy going Oh This guy, Are you kidding me I, I, I destroyed these guys In the gym that are lighter There's no way I'm fighting guys Coming down from whatever After two or three fights though People stop taking them lightly And then you see The size difference And, and Kelvin's see- a
2: gangster and, he, and people start walking in And everybody's like Wait who the fuck Is this dude Yeah and, You know 10th planet by the way On But the anyways way <laughs>
0: But who do you think Who do you think won uh, That fight The Cowboy versus Cerrone I I mean for Cowboy versus uh, Lala. Well,
2: I, I think Lawler. I think Lawler won it. I, it was very here. close, but you know, I had one in three. Yeah, I, I have to give Cerrone big props. I mean, that dude stood toe to toe with Lawler, and people had no chance—a snowball chance in hell—for Cerrone even staying in it that long. And in that first round, it got scary, but you know, he came back and did typical Cerrone—always in your face, no matter if you're going to lose or you know whatever he's throwing down.
1: Right. Yeah. I didn't expect that out of Cerrone yeah. after the first round with Robbie. Um you, you think that a guy like Robbie pushing him around, beating him up like that a bit in the first, um, that he would, he would kind of fold, <laughs> you know? Um, he wasn't able to, to come back against a guy like Masvidal, but he grew from that fight because to come back in the second round like that and, and to look that good against Robbie in the second round, I now, think Robbie sometimes
0: well. is a slow starter, so and, it's then, it's and, cal- and then when he yeah. came at him like that, he, has anybody in your career shocked you where you're like, oh, it's going to be a slow Masvidal. starter? Masvidal. Masvidal against you? Yeah.
1: He shocked me because um, he threw, he'd never thrown, I'd never seen him throw kicks. And um, in one of the first exchanges, he threw a head kick. And I was like, the fuck, where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then later on, he did hit me. He did land one and won the fight with it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things. But, but he, I mean, Cowboy made the adjustment. You know, Robbie, yep. Robbie did come out quick, jumped on him. He survived that, got the takedown late in the round. I don't think he did enough to win the round at that point. I think Robbie still won the first, but then the second round, he did a great job. I mean, he kept him on the outside, kept landing big shots, um, and he outpointed him in the second round. But Robbie's Robbie. Yeah, round yeah. three. It was this is what needs to be done, and Robbie's the kind of guy who's going to do what needs to be done.
0: Speaking of uh, Masvidal, so his, his best friend, Colby Covington, we've had on the, on the show. So after uh, Woodley said, I have dirt on the UFC, Colby then tagged Dana White and said, hey, just so you know, I have dirt on Woodley. Uh, <laughs>
3: I saw that. And then, I love that Colby jumps in post-fight on anybody he wants. And
0: everybody was saying, oh, you're the worst. You're a snitch. You're, you know, you're a brown noser. Just trying to get a
3: fight, man. This is the game. Can't hate on him. This is the game.
0: Now, now, yeah. were you there? Colby said he, he was beating up Woodley in practice. Were you there?
3: I
1: was, I was there, but I was training at the same time, so I didn't see it. You didn't see it? <laughs> no. Because uh, Dean
0: said that's not really what happened. He was there. It was like he didn't really beat up on him. But Colby says differently. How, how good is Colby Covington?
1: Colby is legit. Um, Colby's kickboxing is getting better. But Colby's—he's—he's he's a pressure guy, man. He's strong, good wrestling. Colby's um, tough. How would he do against Woodley? You think? That's a good fight. Honestly, that's a good fight. Um, Tyron has a lot more experience right now. Um, I think Tyron is probably the better boxer at this point. But Colby is—he's competent and he's—he's he's good. I mean, he's—he's he's that level wrestler, you know. And Colby can pace Tyron. Like, Colby can put a pace on the Tyron... Like, Tyron has that, that reputation of fading. I know he hasn't faded in these last couple of fights, but he's also been able to, to control the pace. Kobe can control the pace, I believe, in, in a fight like that. But can he survive long enough? Like, Tyron's a better boxer, I believe. Tyron can land a shot that could hurt him and possibly take him out before the pace sets in. So So there's that. I mean couple more fights colby will be ready for it though
0: well it seems like there's a lot of guys out there like colby covington or you know the the james vicks or they're they're right on like the bubble but because they're not you know they don't have the flash or they're not from a smaller country or they don't have they they get overlooked you know and they have to you know do shit to kind of get them you know get their name out there and some of it's like calling out the champ or brown-nosing to the boss. Or, do you think that's a, that's a good thing, that what he's doing? Or would you advise, if you were his advisor, would you say, listen, just shut up, let your fight do the talking, you know, or would you say, you know what, hey, let's just uh, keep being annoying and, mm-hmm. and, and, and make
1: noise and see what happens? The distance between him and Tyron is too much right now for him to be running his mouth in that direction. I mean, yeah, you can do that, and, but at the same time, you still need to worry about who's next because that's unrealistic. You're not fighting Tyron anytime soon, you know? Not unless you do something spectacular, Dana White is pissed off, and um, everything just happens to work out. Otherwise, that's not gonna happen. He needs to fight like a Kamaru Usman, somebody in in the eight through 15, you know? He needs to beat some of those guys convincingly and slowly get to that point. But the 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 guy who's more likely to get that shot is is Masvidal than than Colby right now.
0: Right, right, right. Uh, by the way, speaking of a guy, a number fifteen guy who a number three guy, um, Jason Knight. Uh, I was I was pulling for Jason Knight. I think he, everybody
3: was. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. likes this you guy. You know, Hick
0: Diaz, they call him the guy. But the thing is, is I I don't want to say heart can only get you so far, but eventually. Heart can get you very far, when, you know, but you get the to top three, top four guys. That's when makes, makes skill set you have makes yeah. a huge difference. I think
3: the firefight was not a good idea with Lamas. No. I think Knight should have had a way better game plan. And like, I get it, dude. You go out there, you're swinging. Everybody loves it. But when you're getting literally knocked out on your feet like four times, yeah. five times before the ref breaks it up, and you're sitting there cross eyed, like, where the hell am I? That that not the right (laughs) approach for him, and people like him. So I I also
0: think that, uh, yeah, and I also think you know he trains in Mississippi. He's probably the best guy in his gym. Yeah, Uh, and that could that could be a curse. A guy like Jason Knight goes to a top team, goes to a Jackson's. He gets with guys who are better strikers than him.
2: You gotta you gotta expand your horizons. I mean, if if you're the best guy in the gym for more than six months. Something's wrong.
0: Who's the best guy at your gym?
2: Fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, a fucking, I'd say it's a chick right now, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Alima Lay McFarland. I mean, her yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Liz Carmouche. Yeah. We got Wyll Watson, Alex Soto. I mean, yeah. you just keep going down the list. at Tenth Planet It's crazy. Like there is no best. You know, Alima Lay is on a fucking murdering path right now. So, I mean, and she'll throw down with any guy in the gym. So we have a lot of really good people. How's
0: Liz Carmouche doing?
2: She's doing really good, man. There's some big, big shit on the horizon for her. So like I, I I'm us. not, I'm not at any Come liberty on. to say you number sh- one she's my employer number two she's my teammate and I can't say anything against her
0: <laughs> I'll tell you who looked good though uh, that girl that Kylin fought that was a pretty close cool fight Alexander
3: Albu Yeah. Alexander Albu, Albu. Yeah. that girl is so tiny but muscular yeah uh, her it, legs it was scary just a, yeah she's like five foot like three or something of pure muscle but just
0: imagine, <laughs> imagine her on top of you
3: oh you god I mean?
0: that, have you ever, ever had a, a muscle chick like that no Really? <laughs> Why? You, you go for mostly big, Bigger
1: women? Like with, but, or, no. What do you mean bigger women?
0: No, no, I'm saying like,
1: <laughs> it's, like, like, it's, like, it's, like it's a stereotype the Black dudes are like fat white girls
0: uh, Kind of Yeah, no, but yeah, not no. all of them kind of. But, I, but I, <laughs> well, how, you? how come you can't woman. How can you go for muscle chicks? Huh? You never had a muscle girl like that? Mm, no Really? Yeah I don't believe it <clears> Oh, <throat> alright, fine <laughs> Wait, wasn't your ex-wife a bodybuilder or something or no oh, it was just, <laughs> oh my uh, no. god um she was just angry not even close oh, okay she was she owned the
3: newsstand
0: <laughs> uh, have you ever had a muscle chick
2: <laughs> uh no uh, you know my girl my fiance right now she's uh she trains muay thai and shit so she used to train at el nino and now she trains at our gym but did you
0: get any uh, any uh, military posts when you were there
2: no, I, I, f- fuck, I got blown up, and I was a virgin. hadn't even hadn't even had sex yet when I first got my first Purple Heart. hadn't even wasn't even able to vote or buy a lottery you ticket. All,
3: I'm going to war tomorrow. Please have sex with me tonight, thing at a bar or something.
2: Bro, I was seventeen, I couldn't even get you in get a get bar. A purple
3: Heart and <laughs> uh,
0: Purple Heart and uh, Blue Balls. that's, yeah. a- <laughs>
2: that's,
0: that's terrible. Right? Really? Yeah, man. Oh man, <laughs> so you had no, no. Ch- I mean, were there any hot? Uh, you are, you are a marine.
2: Yeah, marine. you know, were
0: a no hot female marine? I was
2: in infantry, man. You don't see any women. The last, yeah, the, I, the last woman I saw before we invaded the country was on a uh, a flight. She was she was some army girl, and uh, that was the last woman I saw until we we're well, other than Iraqi women, which are all covered up and they look like they're wearing shower curtains. Yeah. But you know, other than that, I hadn't seen. I didn't see a woman until after I got hurt in the field hospital. Damn. And she was like 45. You so almost died a virgin. Shit. Yeah, man. Damn. If you think about it, That's I, crazy. I never put that in my head. Thanks, Adam. No problem. Man. All
0: right. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you one thing, though. These girls. You, yeah, exactly. You got to stop going for the head and arm. It, it's
1: yeah. like Oh, man. Every single fight, every, every fight, every
2: what? move, head and arm.
0: And, it, and it, to me, that screams like not amateur, but that you that, like what? Co- yeah. As a middle school wrestling coach, I don't teach my kids the head and arm no. in wrestling. I teach it to them how to defend it, but I'm like, only do this when you're up 14 nothing or you're down 14 nothing, and you need to Hail Mary. And then I go, then you, you gotta do not open with the head and arm because it'll go for it every time. And these girls, they keep doing it. Yeah. What, what, Eve,
1: talk to me. Why? Because <laughs> for a lot of the women, not all of them, like um, the best women, Claudia Gadelia, Joanna Young Jacek, you know, Karolina Kovačević, Andrade, those women, um, Cyborg, that's not a part of their game. But for a lot of the rest of them, they're still in the 90s, you know. Like, men's, men's MMA. So is Gabby's last opponent. She's actually in it literally at 95 years old. All right, go on.
3: <laughs> no, All she right. no contest contested somebody else last week. All right, yeah. go on, go on. But, Almost ruptured her eyeball.
1: But the, uh, the skill set. I mean, the skill set is, is, is very far beyond. But their
0: coaches aren't telling them to do this.
1: No, they're not. But they don't have the instincts just yet. I mean, they haven't done it for as long, they haven't done it enough. Like these, the women that are at the top of the division, um, the, those women have been doing, they've been in fighting and in real fight sports for a long time. I mean, young Jacek and Kovalevich they've been kicked they've been fighting at a high level muay thai for a long time chevenko um, amanda nunez they've been doing that at a high level for a long time a lot of the other women they're just now getting they they're just recently but it's i mean if you you're opening yourself up to a rear naked choke so, so. much you're opening yourself up to so much so much you, you can get like yeah you even hit the, the throw and then so what then what happens that's, that's the most easily reversed position yeah. that I can imagine in
0: middle school wrestling it is I can't mm-hmm. imagine fighting where anything goes yeah. you
2: know especially when you're slippery and everything else uh,
0: by the way I gotta give a shout out to my boy so this kid came to my show in Vegas nice guy uh, <laughs> this guy Juan Marquez right he comes in, he's like hey, you show in Vegas he came then, then I go to Kansas City he's like I'm bringing 15 people I'm like, great. So he brings his mom, I think his grandma, his, his, all his friends. This guy was like the most happy-go-lucky guy. And it was the same show that uh, Tim Kennedy was there. And I was like, Tim Kennedy's here. And then some other guy who I, I think he's a fighter. I don't know. He fights at curves. I was giving him a hard time. Meanwhile, then I, 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 I watch this fight in LFA. He wins in LFA like in 30 seconds, right? And he's like, hey, I'm on the Contender Series. Uh, Julian Marquez. Then he goes, uh, I'm, looking, I'm like, oh, good luck. He fought last night in the main event against John Jones' boy, John Jones' training partner, and they brought this guy. This guy looked like he was a Greek god, and he was beating up Julian in the first round, and in the second round, Julian came back and head-kicked this kid into oblivion. Yeah. It was like that, uh, that Mark Coleman, when Coleman got head-kicked. Yeah. Pete
3: Williams.
2: Pete Williams. By my teammate Pete. He was pretty yeah. much the
0: same type of thing. Yeah. So shout out. They brought him in to lose. And uh, Julian Marquez, I love it when people shock the world.
2: Yeah. Dana
3: said he got the, the nastiest knockout he's ever seen.
0: Yeah, no, this dude, I love this kid. And he's a nice, humble, like, you would never know that this dude is a train killer. And uh, so, shout out to him, man. Good now, job. Do you
3: like this better than the looking for a fight? Or, like, I know it's cool, you have fights on Tuesday nights, you get a five fight, you know some of the guys. Is this better than a looking for a I fight? I like it
0: better than for, for a couple reasons. Number one, as much as I like Matt, Sarah, and Dana, and uh, and Dean, like it just like I rather what if I want to watch fighting, I just want to watch fighting. I just mean to get uh,
3: into the UFC instead of having them watch you like they actually hold an event. But also looking
0: for a fight like the highlights, they show the highlights of the fights versus like this the whole one they fight. show the whole thing. But I, what I don't, there are things that I like about it a lot. The Contender Series, I like, I, I like it because you're giving guys a second chance, a third chance, mm-hmm. RFA guys, LFA guys, you know,
3: former tough former veterans, former tough
0: guys. You're giving these guys a chance. You're also fighting in a, in a real situation in Vegas. Even though it's not the biggest, it's still there. I like Tuesday nights. I like that they gave Eve a job. He's the best commentator out there. Honestly, like the best commentator. You even made that guy look good, uh, who you were working with, who, 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 who didn't know Saka Rob's name. You even made that guy look good. Oh, snap. Uh, that's, how, that's how good you were. Uh, and I even like the Snoop Dogg commentary, which I didn't think I would like. After he grew on me, because everybody's
3: talking about this. He's, Snoop he's so ridiculous. Yeah.
0: he's so ridiculous. It's actually funny.
2: He actually grew on a lot of people.
0: Here's what yeah. I don't like, because you know what? He's actually, he doesn't pretend to know anything. He doesn't. He he actually, man, now what's he doing? They're like, oh, man, you can choke people out with your legs. Like he's saying things like, damn, like man, that, that fool's about to get smoked. Like at, like while he's going to sleep, he's like, you know, rockabye baby. It's fucking like it, it is funny. I gotta say, it is funny. Here's what I don't like about the Contender Series uh, is they're awarding people bonuses for getting into the UFC uh, based on how, who performed best that night. But if you're up against a tough guy, you're fucked. Yeah. And like, if, let's say I'm a really good fighter and I'm up against kind of a, a scrub. you know, No one's a scrub at that level, but let me just say scrub. Yeah, I knocked the guy out in 10 seconds. I look like a world beater. Versus two really tough guys, yeah. they're not giving the tough guys the, the, uh, the shot. They're giving the guy who knocked out the bump. Yeah. So that's where I do think it's a little bit unfair because there are guys that I think deserve it based on level of opposition versus how good their knockout is.
1: I think there's a lot of different things that play into who gets a contract, though. Um, it, the, the, the fight itself, the entertainment factor of the fight, um, the weight class that you're fighting in and then coming into. Like... When you think about it, at 155 pounds, how much does the UFC really need at 155 pounds versus at light heavyweight? You know, uh, you look at the top 15 at light heavyweight, and I, I don't know if anybody besides um, what's kid the the, the the kid that just knocked out Manoa Volkan, oh, besides Volkan, who's uh, who's below 30 years old. You know what I mean? A lot, of, a lot of the top. Yeah, Shogun's 15. still
0: ranked number.
3: Yeah, you know, exactly seven. Or yeah, eight. yeah, and yeah, we're running that back, which was a terrible decision. Yeah, a
1: lot, a lot of people, a lot of guys at that weight class are, are you know over thirty, um, and and, the, and sorry, the top ranked guys in that weight class are over thirty. Um, I I like it because it gives guys an opportunity to be seen right right there in front of the guys that do make those decisions.
0: Yes, um, that does bother but, me also that Dana White does not show up to the fights. And I love Dana, and he gave me the tickets, so it's awesome. But it, it, but, it, but, it, but it would actually bother me if I was, like, you know, in the UFC, and you finally get to the big show, and you're on the, the Fight Park prelims, and then Dana strolls in later, and you're like, oh, fuck, man. Like, that yeah. was, you know, kind of a big moment for me.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many people really pay attention to, to if Dana's sitting there when they're fighting or not. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, he watches I'm sure there are another. people... Yeah. I'm sure there are people who who do care, and then there's some guys who don't you know it's it's uh, and that's that's an individual thing, but um once you're there, you're there. it doesn't matter if he sees you this time or or next time he, he, first the first order of business but he doesn't decide
0: like doesn't he decide the Friday night and the bonus
1: um yeah, but he gets input from from sean and and Mick and whoever else. Is it to give him input?
3: They did the same thing with WWE back in the day. Like, Vince didn't go anywhere. It was Jim Ross. He sent everywhere. He was the head of talent relations. He showed up. He said, Vince, we got to get this guy. He got him. So, Dana not there. Somebody's watching it. Somebody's giving them the information. And these are qualified. Yeah, but when you're there. But when you're there and you're fighting and it's Dana White's Tuesday night contender series, if you're Julian Marquez or Jason Jackson, whoever was on the card, yeah, you want to see Dana there. But I'm sure they know at the end of the day. If they put on a good performance, somebody will recognize it and see it. And
2: Somebody's going to give their name. I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, you got eat there uh,
0: watching. How many times have we talked to people on this podcast where I'm like, "Hey, congrats on the knockout. Yeah, it would be nice to get the bonus."
3: Uh, like, <laughs> well, that's unfortunate because I mean, there's we... 12 fights on a card. It's if you're the first fight out, you get a 6-second knockout and you did a spinning 1080 wheel kick. You know, yeah, you'll get the bonus, but then you got to compete with the next twenty-two people that you are. You might five. not get the bonus though. I, that's what I'm saying. You got to compete with all the guys yeah. after. Have you ever got? Sucks. How many bonus
0: have you got in your career?
1: I don't remember a few. Not not like a lot, like a shit ton, or something to be proud of. But a couple. I'll check. Um, I'm gonna
0: be I proud of you. You're in the fucking UFC, getting a bonus. <laughs> <the> yeah. <laughs> when I, when, <laughs> when, when I, I'm talking about legend.
1: numbers, I'm my, my, about my numbers. art
0: project made the third grade. Fucking, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it.
1: It made the middle school when I was in third grade <laughs> in the wall. I um like it, it's it's one of those things. Those bonuses, man. Um, that's cool and that's fine and that's dandy. But um, I I'm not a big fan of the bonuses. I'm like, pay 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 dudes. So that they don't need bonuses, right? You know what yeah, I mean. No, that's that's right. just my opinion. It's
0: probably the only sport that had bonuses, actually.
3: Eve has four bonuses.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: E- and you know, I mean, but a lot of my fights were before they even had that. Before bonuses were even a thing.
0: Yeah, they were in the like twenties when you were fighting I mean, like uh, those those boxing bare knuckle boxing fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you versus John L.
1: Sullivan, and that.
3: you got fight uh, on the night in two thousand six against Joe Stevenson. Yes. Yeah, and that was like the first one, and then you got. Fight of the night and submission of the night against Cody McKenzie at the fight for the troops. And and Cody
0: McKenzie, right? When you go into that fight, and then, Jeremy a, and then you know Cody McKenzie yeah, knockout. has that guillotine. Was it, uh, I mean, how much did you train for that as far as sitting out of that guillotine?
1: I didn't. I don't, I don't shoot. I, I, I had no reason to shoot on him because his, his striking was not something that I was concerned about. So I wasn't worried about guillotines from Cody McKenzie. Not at all. He was long though. That was uncomfortable. It took me a little bit longer than I expected to get him off of my back. Was he talking
0: smack to you at all? No, no. Uh, Joe Stevenson w- was the crowd all his kids. Like if you look in the crowd, <laughs> and, like Jesus. it's just like his children everywhere.
1: That that didn't happen. coke dealer. Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't know. I- yeah, no, he tricked me though. That's how he cut me, man. He um he reached back like he and he looked back, and I I kind of relax for a second and I'm thinking something else and then he came over the top of that elbow and that's when he cut me and as soon as he hit he didn't me, trick like,
0: you that's like a move he wouldn't say
1: hey <laughs> put when over here, he, here. He tri- okay when, 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 you go, when you go and like hit me with an elbow and I'm not like he, he, right, tricked, right. me. Okay, he tricked me he tricked me but he wasn't like no hey, it, you, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like cheap fly's open or something. no it wasn't yeah, a right. cheap shot yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was it was a it was a planned distraction. That's that's it was a great choice by him. I wasn't saying oh he's an asshole. No, that's that's yeah. fucking they a good job. Look, your shoes
3: untied. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. That's what he did, and I fell for it. That's me. <laughs> it, it was this kid on
0: my wrestling team who was like awful. And he was like, uh, there was another kid who was wrestling, and the guy, got, the guy goes, hey, listen, it's my first match. Go easy on me. And that guy was like third in the state and just murdered my friend. I felt so bad for him because we thought he was gonna finally going to get a win. I
3: thought you were going to tell me somebody was like, hey, your wrestling shoes untied, and then just get a double it. Oh, no, no. There was,
0: I mean, there was like cheap stuff people did, but not like, I mean, there was like checking the oil, you know, which was like taking your, your hand and putting it in the guy's ass crack and getting behind oh, yeah, Do
2: way. the thumb and go bowling. Is that what it's called? Yeah, you can go bowling. Put just stick your thumb right in their ass while you fucking. This is signature move. Don't worry, How bro. many times
0: have you went bowling?
2: A Few times in wrestling growing up. That was our coach's thing. Like if a guy ever, guy ever. Did started you wrestle in high again. school? Yeah, high school and middle school. Well, and how come when you had to
0: teach my kids? You didn't teach
2: them one move. Well, you didn't. You gave me about three seconds to show them anything. Uh, <laughs> you, were like, <laughs> you, were, you were like, "Go!" I'm like, "I didn't know I was teaching." And then you're like, "All right, and we're moving." That's because like, you were
0: throwing in guillotines and like rear naked chokes and stuff. <laughs> You are like, I haven't done this in a while. All right, so this Saturday, you work in the Fox telecast? I am. So this Saturday, uh Anthony Pettis versus Moreno. Sergio Pettis. Sergio. Sergio. <laughs> Pettis. Yeah. Sergio
3: I call
1: I called Anthony I call Anthony Sergio one time and he was pissed. Really? Yeah. He just made weight or something, Oh, not tiny. He, he needs to go this over. This is just with,
3: a uh, weird card. Uh Brandon I Moreno. Sergio. He's crazy. Uh,
0: Brandon Moreno, man. That like... guy You can't really uh Yeah
3: He's like the Jason Knight Of the Flyweights He's just Ridiculously entertaining No matter what he's doing
0: Not only that But he I mean He beat By the way Louis Smoka The other day Was like Hey uh, I I go Anybody want me to roast them And he's like Well can I roast you back And I was like Sure My stand up Can't be any worse than yours And
2: everybody Oh
0: And then he goes, uh, and then Smoke was like, hey, well, your last three shows, the crowd fell asleep. I'm like, well, at least uh, I I finished my last three shows because he actually lost three in a row. Then I felt bad. I was getting too personal. Uh, So uh, my man, Moreno, beat Smoke, beat Ryan Benoit, and beat Dustin Ortiz. Three-fight
1: winning streak against Sergio Pettis. Uh, I'm going with Moreno. You? Man. Honestly, I don't know how, how to pick that fight because here's, here's where I'm looking at. Sergio Pettis, he's really good with his footwork on the outside, sharpshooting people. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has this tendency to get complacent where he will grapple with you um, even though he's being successful in the striking department. And if he does that with Brandon Moreno... Then he's going to run. I believe he's going to run into some real problems because Moreno's jujitsu is really, really good. Um, I think he can win from the outside with his footwork and, and sharpshooting, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out, man. Moreno, Moreno is tend- has this tendency of following people around um, and not necessarily cutting off the cage. So I don't know. We'll see how it plays out.
3: TV? I got Moreno. Uh, one of the big things that I noticed, this fight is in Mexico City, so the altitude is definitely altitude. there. Yeah. Sergio Pettis trains in, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee at Rufus Sport. Brandon Moreno trains out of Mexico. So he's already getting ready for this. He's super scrappy. You know, I think he's ready for five rounds. But I think he can finish Sergio Pettis inside of three. I think the elevation will be a big deal for Sergio, and I think Brandon will just keep coming. I agree. You know I think what? the elevation, yeah. But Pettis has two I losses. Uh, he lost to Ryan Benoit, who Brandon Moreno just beat in uh, Yeah, December. but that's MMA he math. That. It doesn't work. But it breaks off him.
0: Aside from Bruce Leroy, he's never been finished. Oh, he had been finished by Benoit, right? And, but and, the, thing, uh, the
1: thing about that is um, with, that, with that altitude, too, and that tendency that he has. Yeah. I mean, who is, his, who is, who is um Pettis' last opponent?
0: Sergio Pettis just beat. Ba-dum, ba-dum, I'll get it. Uh, uh, John Moraga. Yeah,
1: so against Moraga he he won the first two rounds and in the third round he was um he was on the bottom. They they got into these grappling exchanges and he was on the bottom for quite some time. He lost the third round because he decided he wanted to get into this grappling match. I think against a guy like Brendan Moreno, that's gonna cause him some problems and with them being at altitude, there is times when when you start to get tired, he's just gonna not necessarily I believe that he will not necessarily fight his fight. He will um, accept the Who's other Sergio? guys.
2: Sergio, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have, have to be the oddball fight. and go with Sergio just because of Wisconsin. Oh, cool. Why? Because that's where I'm from. You're from Wisconsin? Hell yeah. Gerald Murshart was my first ever pro Mershart. fight, Who and won? I, I fought him when he was 16 years old in Chicago, Illinois. Who won? Uh, he did. He knocked a fucking bull. He yeah. Dude, he beat the shit out of me. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I so honestly. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: you dude. Gerald Murcia it's a G, but no, like they they had uh, people didn't think I was gonna get out of the first round is how bad he was beating my ass, and I made it into the second round. I actually took his ass down, and then and then uh, he just head kicked me into. I, next, I gotta ask next you role. some of
0: your wins, right? Yeah. Uh, they this promotion should not be legal. This explode? Oh, it's gone. Yeah, uh, it's, it's gone. gone? Yeah. you it's fought gone. an explode. Combat series where they were picking homeless people right
2: i watched I watched a <laughs> I watched a guy that just won a very high really good fight, uh, not to mention any names or herman Toronto. Uh but he he fought a man <laughs> that was maybe forty pounds lighter than he was at Explode one time, forty pounds lighter uh, was smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer in the parking lot <laughs> with his child in his hands. Didn't even have a cup. His team teammates, quote-unquote, had to bring him a cup to the cage, slide it in his... And it was
0: an actual cup you could drink out of.
2: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but slide it in his shorts, his basketball shorts and in his, and his drawers, go in and fight Herman toronto
3: Wow, who's a monster? Wait, lady? basketball shorts? Are we talking about Cody McKenzie? Oh, wow. well, yeah. Yeah, no, so, I mean, so,
0: so how... So, did anyone say like look we can get a, someone might die here this
2: shouldn't be legal oh yeah oh I, I mean shush. you watch some kids you know and they. and you watch some some people you know some people thought you know hey maybe we should turn somebody in and they actually went out and uh, tried to become legal and uh, and get Commissioned, And they found a commission to commission them. And then the, the finally the tribal gaming community was like, all right, guys, there's some there's going to be death. And I think the whole thing was after the Alima Lay McFarlane uh, soccer mom punch her around the world that really brought light. And then, uh, you know, everybody just shut it down. And it was on Indian Reservation? It was on Indian Reservation. On, on, in somebody's backyard where, no bullshit, I saw the picture on my computer, a, uh, a bunny rabbit chained with three-quarter inch chain, dead rotting at the front door and you had to walk past that to get into this thing. Wow. They called it the chicken coop. Yeah.
0: Wow. So so some of your wins were in that series.
2: Yeah, there was three of them in there <laughs> that... really uh, official. <laughs> yeah. Well... And but you know you you gotta look at uh, there was there was there was a really awkward ass win yes but then I did fight a uh, five round fight in that uh, against Jason McNuck, who was legit uh, fought him five five minute rounds uh, took his belt from him and uh, he at the time was twelve and three uh, not fighting in there he was fighting for king of the cage. That's why when that. I first
0: met you I was a little, I was a little bit like yeah skeptical on some of how good you were because I was like well uh, his opponents have a combined record of like. Zero and 720. <laughs> no, there wasn't. <laughs> but, Come on now. But, but then, 719. But then when I saw your fights, and especially your last fight, yeah. I'm like, all right, he's, he's legitimately yeah. a good fighter.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, they always say you, you don't know how good somebody is, and then they make the big show. I've took Mike Corey, number five, you know, number 15 uh, featherweight in the world on a two week notice got fucking fucked up uh but uh you know and then i and then i took uh jeremy you know in world series at the time for at madison square garden and i i ran i ran him you know Right, you
0: know so what's your record in, 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 in the world series world
2: series is uh one and one right now uh and then you know obviously the contract ended on that day because world series uh world series folded uh the name folded were you on the same car where the brothers fought Brothers, the two brothers fought each other. Oh, oh no, the no, Fodor God no, brothers. God no! I wasn't on there. Yeah, Phoenix yeah. Jones and Carlos yeah. Fodor. Uh, no, yeah. thank God I wasn't on that card. Um, no, I wasn't <laughs> I on that card. That. But you know, now being a free agent, you know, I, I definitely have my feelers out. You know, I, I wouldn't mind Bellator. Uh, I've been talking with King Mo uh, regarding all that stuff. You know, King Mo knows who I am. Him and I hung out at WrestleMania and everything. So
0: See, that's what I was saying. Like World Series, they didn't promote themselves right. Because at one point I was watching the fight. And there was a guy, uh, first it was Nick Newell, so a guy had one arm, was yeah. winning. And then Matt Hamill, there was a deaf guy on next. And yeah. then there was, like, two brothers fighting each other. Yeah, I'm like, this
3: really, like... this they, oh, they, Dave Huckabaw I, fighting it, his boss. Yeah, 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 yeah Dave yeah. Huckabaw fighting In Ontario. I mean, they're really
0: dropping the ball. Like, they, they got to market this as, in, like, r- ridiculous fights. Jerry Springer?
2: <laughs> yeah. For real. And the
3: first few events were awesome. They had Arlosky they had Rumble, they, oh, they had, had all some, these
2: guys. I was on WSOF 9... You know, four plus years ago, and that show was bitching, and then all of a sudden it just completely went. And their
3: globalization, WSF Canada with rest in peace, but Tim Hague main eventing. You're like, this two yeah. got knocked out by the way. Seven poor seven Matt
0: Hamill, because Vinny Magalish tweeted out, "All right, now it's time for the rematch with Hamill and and uh, <laughs> Jones." Jones, and then Hamill responded, going, "They told me to get a couple more wins, and, I, and then they, I, can, I can come back." I'm like, P- I, I, dude. Yes. I, come on man
2: like, see Mazzagatti.
0: next week <laughs> yeah, like, like is gonna be like, you know, like, like, come on someone's gotta tell him it was a joke
3: right Like, oh man no. yeah but then you think back to like Ultimate Fighter and Tito's like yeah you're not fighting they didn't clear you and he's like wait what yeah like no I'm fighting so maybe no, he thinks like I'm back in the well, UFC Hamel, I beat John I mean, Jones Hamill has
0: overcome all the odds in oh, the world I, know. And I remember watching him wrestle in college he was amazing and he's, he was a great fighter he, he beat was a Tito great fighter but...
3: Arguably, he beat Bisping. But no yeah. one was
0: really clamoring for the rematch.
2: Have you ever seen that uh, meme yet? Of the, what? Of Matt Hamill's face, and it says, I still have the only win over that asshole.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah,
2: it's horrible. I, I couldn't, even, re- I couldn't way, even put it I out
0: By the way, I couldn't retweet you know people were doing crying, the crying
1: Cormier went, and yeah there's like, no way yeah, that, that was that, unnecessary that, that, that's a shit
3: move. so was Rogan interviewing him that was unnecessary but that, was a, but that well. wasn't
1: Rogan's fault
3: no 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 I'm not saying it yeah. is at all but even he said after like I feel like such an asshole it's he like, feels like I stabbed we, him in the back didn't yeah. we like stop doing this back when Overeem said Stipe tapped like yeah what I, the fuck or the one where uh, Cyborg's face is on the poster of the wrestler her face over Mickey Rourke's, and it still oh, yeah. looks like Mickey Rourke, kind of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Random Marcos versus Alexa Grasso. Uh, That's an awesome
3: fight. That's it, yeah.
0: Grasso lost to Felice. Felice looked really good.
1: Yeah, she did, but Grasso didn't look that good in that fight. It, she didn't look like herself. Yeah. She didn't fight like she fights. She didn't throw combos like she usually does. You know? And Marcos beat uh, Carla. I didn't think so. Me neither,
0: but they gave her the win. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we, are we picking
1: Grasso in this fight? I picked Grasso in this yeah, fight. I yeah. think um, I think she got the UFC jitters. They didn't hit her until the second time. She had a bigger name in front of her, and she was in the co-main event. Does against that happens sometimes. The
0: second time you got jitters versus the first time. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's it's it's it's, it's a different it's a different beast, man. Um, you're in the UFC, and the first time you're there, there's there's times when when it's like I it, you, it looked to me the first time she was in there, she was really excited, and yeah, you can be super excited, and 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 because of that excitement the weight doesn't really hit you but then the second time you're in there and now she's fighting a bigger name co-main event and in the co-main event and uh she kind of she looked really really tentative she didn't throw combinations like she's used to she didn't fight the way i've seen her fighting in victor um she wasn't as aggressive and i think that that cost her i think now though she'll be settled down she's in the same environment um, and the name, again, is not as big. I don't think Randa Marcos has the same name as Felice Herring.
3: No. Plus, it's in Mexico again. And Grosso, trains yeah. in Mexico. is out of Canada. But
1: yeah. rando has been on our show. I'm rooting for
0: Randa. Uh, <laughs> so, Alan Juban versus Nico, Nico. Price. I,
3: I really don't like this fight.
0: Uh, have you trained with Nico? I have not trained with Nico, but I've watched
1: Nico train.
0: Uh, he looks like... I mean, this guy looks like every villain... And, like, Die Hard. I mean, he just he just oh, looks shit. like yeah. a guy that you just want to punch in the face. Ni- uh,
1: no, Nico, he's, he's a happy, happy dude, man. Oh, he walks, really? Fine. He's, uh... Last time I saw him, the very last time I saw Nico, he was getting tested by USADA. I mean... <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yeah,
3: he, he failed. That's why his last... Which I don't understand. It's, his last fight was February, and he got... It got changed with no contest, test positive for marijuana. How are you fighting no inside why. a year? Uh, they only give him like six months, months, and that
2: was You're, it. Yeah, your first one's not a year. Oh, yeah.
3: okay,
0: okay. All right, so he's nine and zero. Oh. Uh, he used to be to a fights. landscaper and a pressure washing business. Amateur record of nine and zero. Oh. And two that and kid, and he kick beat kickboxing. Alex
1: Morano. He's he's he's, he he's knocked tough him out. I know, I know Alex. I've trained with Alex since. I've known Alex since he was like sixteen. Wow. Well. And
3: um. Sub Brandon Thatch too. Yep. Just, yeah, everyone's suffering. I know I was, was going to say. Uh,
1: Shane's daughter did, and she's
0: three. Um, <laughs> right, you? Right. She, by the way, Shane has the cutest daughter ever, and she went to Disney World today. Am I right? Yeah.
3: Say hi. Disneyland.
0: Hey. Like, yeah, she, she met... Uh, who did you meet? The, the two guys?
2: Oh, Lightning McQueen and Mater. Yeah. Oh, you met
1: Lightning
2: McQueen? Hey, uh, gosh, very yeah. talkative.
0: All right, so um, <laughs> now, uh, so I'm picking Alan, obviously. I think this kid... Uh, Allen's is too damn tough All I right. think uh, yeah. You know The thing that you can't teach Is heart Allen's got the heart And he's, I, I ran into him The other day He said he was, uh, he, was he, he feels like a kid again He feels he, foot?
1: He's hungry His foot's great uh, I pick an Allen You? Honestly I don't know man um, I, I like Nico I like Allen also um, I haven't trained with Nico But I've watched him train And, and he, he's tough he, He's smart too He's a lot smarter Than, than you would expect from the way he fights. But um okay. I am gonna I'm gonna go against you and I'm gonna go with Nico in this
3: Ooh. One. I'm going Alan, 10th planet. Come on now. I'm going <laughs> Allen, but it's I'm worried about this fight. Nico's a real, real tough dude. Heavy hands, but I, I'm going with Allen. I can't go against Allen.
0: All right. Sam Alvey, Rashad Evans. Oh. This fight right here.
3: Another heartbreaker.
0: Uh it's look Rashad Island. Evans is a close and personal friend. If he can't beat Sam Alvey. It might be time. Uh, which, in this fight... Man, this is just how fucking weird this sport is. If you would have told me five years ago, Rashad Evans versus Sam Alvey, I'd be like, first of all, that's, that it's gonna be, he's going to get murdered. Sam Alvey's not yeah. going to be able to... I mean, Sam Alvey couldn't make it into the ultimate fighter. I
3: would ask who, uh, who your dealer was. Yeah, who my dealer and was. Rashad, Rashad was Evans. a 205er. I was yeah.
0: knocking out Chuck Liddell. And was knocking out Forrest Griffin. And, and I mean, Rashad Evans is just a monster. Yeah. But... It's one of those things where, I don't know if it's a tortoise in the hair, but it just seems like when, when you lose the steps, sometimes you lose two steps and three steps to four steps. But Rashad's focus, uh, he's in great shape. He's training up there with Mark Henry and Alme- Almeida and those dudes. Yeah, and I think that also was a bigger distraction because as the head of the Black Zillions, he had to be the businessman, the team captain, worry about everybody else, Anthony Johnson's training partner, yada, yada. So I'm picking Rashad in this one, but I, I I really hope he doesn't get caught by one of the Sams. Sam Alvey is such a frustrating guy because he he's so ugly. He fights so ugly yeah. and boring, but effective.
2: Uh, Welcome to Team Quest. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta give them guys those. They play the game perfectly, you know, and they come out and they grind. And Sam's a great guy. I I have to go with Sam on that fight, but you know. I, unfortunately because I love Rashad you know but I am I have to pick Sam on that fight. Is this because you're racist? <laughs> I am not. I am far from racist. I'm sitting right next to a black guy. Hello. Yeah, okay, um, but no. He's got
1: one black friend. Yeah.
2: I got a black friend and a black microphone. Come on. Of course, um, of course. But anyways you know Sam. The way Sam comes out he's so unorthodox. Like You can't really read that guy and you know I think Rashad I mean I, I'd hate I, I am not one to tell anybody your career's good and over but you had a damn good run but it's i i hope he wins i hope he pulls it out but i i like where sam's going in this sport now
1: Eve, i want rashad to win this fight um so i'm picking rashad to win this fight i think sam is sam is tough he he can do everything and if rashad does not show up with the mentality of he's willing to get into exchanges, yeah. um, he's going to lose this fight. But I want him to win, so I'm picking him.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rashad lost to that, that old guy, Dan, whatever Dan his name is. Oh, yeah, God. Dan Kelly. You know, uh, who Dan didn't Dan just get wrecked recently? or did Dan, Who'd Dan fight? Didn't Dan fight Brunson? I thought
3: run- Dan just fought Rashad. Didn't, did he fight after did that? Did he have another fight since? I don't know. Uh,
1: didn't he fight Derek Brunson?
3: Let's see.
1: Yeah, he did fight Derek Brunson. And Brunson killed
3: him, before. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah knocked yeah. out in the first yeah, yeah, yeah. in New Zealand. <laughs>
0: right. And I, it was almost like Brunson felt bad doing it.
3: it he, <laughs> it's like beating up your grandpa. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, all right. And then the other guys, I don't, I don't know who Perez, so Alejandro come off.
3: Perez and Andre Sikman, Sikmanato. Who are these guys?
1: Turbo versus Perez eight. was um, from the tough Latin, lat, the Latino tough season. The Latin. yeah, yeah.
3: And this Andre <laughs> Sucrom taught, I think he's had one in the UFC. Yeah, he's had one. He lost a split to Albert Morales at UFC 209. Okay.
0: And then, I don't, I mean, do we know, is there any other fights? Aside uh, from Dustin Ortiz, Hector Sandoval. Uh, I mean, look, these, I'm not saying these fights are not going to be exciting. The Honey
3: Aya fight is actually not bad. Yeah. The Henry Bionis Honey Aya fight could be very yeah. good.
2: Ronnie, always, he always comes out. Did mm. he lose his
0: last fight to that dude from Long Island? Yeah. Mm
3: hmm. Yeah. Uh, Real tough jiu-jitsu yeah. player. No, he lost to, jo- lost Joe, to Soto. Joe Soto in yeah. Brazil. Yep. Right, 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 right. It's a weird card. It it's is. definitely a weird, well, a weird it's
0: card. It was also a big come down from last week, too. Yeah, yeah, you're
2: coming off a monstrous card. <laughs> yeah. Trying I'm, to follow and it and up. then
3: after this, there, I don't think there's a fight for what, like three weeks or something? Well, the Mayweather McGregor fight. I'm so happy that. time been, at UFC.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy that. The good thing about this, though, is that it took. The, the pressure off. I do not have to hear about Mayweather McGregor for a couple days. I'm
3: tired of I'm, hearing about I'm that. so sick of that. I mean, I wanna, you're tired of, I'm tired of hearing Mayweather McGregor. Where's Triple G? Dude, I go. tell people all the time, Like I stopped wearing Conor shirts in public because everywhere I go, somebody's like, you really think he has a fucking chance? Can you just bag my groceries so I can get the you know fuck he's out of here? You know he's going to right, though, right? Whatever. You think he's going to win? In I, boxing I he think Mayweather? he's going to win. How? Stan's going to fuck with Floyd and just... You want yeah, to make you a, you know what, Adam? Look, you want to make
2: a bet on a the podcast? They're not,
0: doing, they're not doing Capoeira though.
2: It doesn't matter. Adam, hundred dollar bet in with a Capoeira. Hundred dollar bet.
0: Oh, you think Connor's going to win too? I'll take
2: hundred bucks on Connor. Hundred dollars Bam, oh, you, there strange. it is. Do
1: you, do you do you think that you are blinded by bias? Yeah. Blinded? Are you but, racist? But I'm
3: also. It's it's also. I'm not going into this like when he was fighting Eddie or he was fighting Nate. This is a completely different animal. I'm not sitting here going, he's definitely going to beat the shit out of him. Do I think Conor can win? Yes. Do I want Conor to win? No, do you think fuck he's going yeah. to win? Wait, wait. I think he can win. No, I think on win. Saturday, August 26th, at the end of the night, Conor McGregor's hand will be raised. Why but do I am not win? walking around like, fuck Floyd, fuck this, fuck that, Conor this. Right, Con- answer the question. CB, why do you think he can win? I, think, I just think he can win. I right. think he's a yeah, guy that... Why? I think he has just the... I can't say boxing experience. He hits hard. He's coming in with something that Floyd has never seen before. He's never fought an MMA fighter. I, I just think he brings something but he's still fighting different to the, the golfer table. Either, but there's No, a reason I know that. that. Look, again, I'm not sitting here delusional, like Connor's You are fucking, delusional. No, no, no. You said he's gonna get his no, hand no, no, no. raised. No, at the there's a difference. He is gonna get his hand raised. At the other ones, I'm like, if Connor fucking loses, I'm not talking to anybody. Like I expect Connor to lose. You just said he's gonna win. Do I want him to win? No, you said yes. he's going to yeah, win. Yeah, I know, but I'm also not delusional to the point of, like, there's no fucking way Floyd can beat him. Floyd has every way to beat him. Right, so, 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 At the Stop end of talking, the day,
0: okay? You're talking too much. I
2: just right? want my $100. Okay. You're
0: you, me a you, said, you said, I know, but you're not answering the question, okay? Like Eve said, how is he going to beat Floyd Mayweather in a I think no power?
2: No matter
3: what I answer to this, it's going to be In three, th- three th- sentences or uh, less.
1: No, I don't think that there is a legitimate way that he can beat Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match (laughs) but I want to know what how you legitimize that thought in your head
3: I think he can knock him out
1: and how do you think that can happen
3: with a hammer straight left hand okay so look I could be wrong you you are but let me let me let me let me let me let me it's all it happens like but here's
1: here's the thing so you believe that Conor McGregor can go in there and do what Floyd with um, Oscar De La Hoya, with Manny Pacquiao, Zab and Zab Judah, and Andre Ward, Marcus Madonna, and Madonna, and I all know of what these these high level boxers who've had hundreds of amateur and professional boxing fights combined, and they've not been able to do to Floyd Mayweather.
3: Like, do you? Because really I'm a f- Conor fan. What else am I supposed to do? Okay. No. I don't okay. like Floyd. now.
1: I Connor has this this talent to get you out of your element and to, to talk so much smack to you that you you want to fight out of passion and, and anger and whatnot. And um, the thing about that is that's fine, and he's probably pissed off Floyd Mayweather in these in these press conferences and whatnot. But boxing, even though Floyd Mayweather is not the most learned individual. Boxing is still a mathematical equation to him that he completely understands better than anybody that we've seen in this lifetime. It's boxing, it's throwing punches. It doesn't matter that Floyd Mayweather's never fought an MMA fighter, Conor McGregor has never fought a boxer, and he's fighting the best that we've seen in our generation.
3: So I'm delusional. Do you
1: think he could beat Jordan Burroughs in a wrestling match, honestly? No.
3: Why, why not? because that's he's he has shown no wrestling fucking prowess and that's coming from the world's biggest Conor fan admitting okay, so he that anybody can take him so he down can't
0: beat, but you know but he's defended a takedown it's he, a little bit
3: different do you it's think a little bit different going be- from MMA to boxing than it is like you know MMA to wrestling when he has no wrestling background he has boxed people he has kicked He's kick never boxed, boxed anybody He's might he has knocked people out with boxing. He knocked Eddie out with punches. He knocked Eddie out with a punch. A No, I know that. Once. But when you go to train MMA, when you've trained MMA, it was boxing, kickboxing. Wrestling and jujitsu.
1: Let me. Okay, so uh, has he boxed? Uh, so no. Explain, explain that to you from 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 that perspective. I get it. There. I'm crazy. Hold on. I've, let's I've, let's 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 I've, I've, I've I've trained. There is no pros with, or cons. No, he's a problem I'm, I'm wrong. I in mean professional. I've pro. trained with with high with high level boxers. <laughs> like I trained with with um, Kenny Weldon, who is the trainer for Pernell Whitaker, Sergey Goliev, world champions. He was my boxing coach. Sergey Kovalev. Sergey Gol. Goliev. Oh,
3: not sorry, not the. No, not, no, not the right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um He's been. Um, he was my. He was my main boxing coach. He was my one of my main trainers, um, in the prime of my career in the UFC. Anyway, if when when I when I get in there with boxers with high level boxers, it's a different experience. I, I've trained with chocolate um, kid, chocolate um, Peter Quillen, um a couple a couple um, Victor Ortiz. Couple good guys over here at Wild Card, and when you get in there with a with a pure boxer in a pure boxing environment, it's very different than sparring with a good kickboxer or sparring with good mixed martial artists in 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 the striking department of MMA. It's it's just a completely different thing, where they don't they're not concerned with leg kicks, they're not concerned with with um, elbows or, or clinch or or takedowns or any of that all they're concerned with is hands and that's all that Floyd Mayweather has been doing since he was four years old
3: no I get it I get it and
2: I get that I'm delusional in this but also let's take into effect 27 and 40 you know what I mean a guy yes you were best pound for pound four years ago where are you at right now he
0: he'd he never lost it when he beat Andre Berto I think Conor's
2: going to be a 1-0 world champion Let's go You think Conor's going to win? Hell yeah I got a $100 bet with you
0: you're, you're, you're an MMA fighter And you think this I, This guy's an idiot Okay <laughs> you, you honestly think Like that he, that he's gonna
2: I'm in it for the money I, I have money in Vegas <laughs> on it So I'm all about the, the underdog He
3: has no budget He needs $100 <laughs> <a> <dollars. laughs> how, how much money Have you put on Conor McGregor? Yeah,
2: I, I'm not disclosing that amount More than 1000 Uh, Close well, You don't like, you don't like money?
0: <laughs> you don't you, you don't like money? Hey all right, And how much will you win? Seven? It's,
2: no, it's uh, it, put a, a hundred to one right now. No, it's not. It's it, eight to one. It, when the odds first came out, it was a hundred to one that Connor McGregor wouldn't, wouldn't finish him inside. Finish him.
3: So if you put a grand down, you could walk away with a hundred grand? Yep. All right, that's not a terrible
1: bet. That's the way you make that bet. You absolutely bet for the underdog.
2: Yeah. But that's, that's the only reason and, why I'm inside, supporting. Do you think he's going to win? I'm just supporting him for money.
0: Have you trained with boxers?
2: Yeah. And how does it we go with boxing? We have, boxing. How does we have it go? Tiger Smalls, World, you know, freaking Hall of Famer. And how, uh, does, it, how does it go? Fucking sucks. You get killed, right? He, well, not killed, but, I mean, they can toy you up at, at leisure. I mean, Jake Ellenberger,
0: who hits <laughs> probably as hard as Conor McGregor, uh, told me when he was going to Glendale Fight Club with boxers, he was getting pieced up by boxers yeah. who you've never heard of before.
2: Yeah. So well, now, no, you get amateurs piecing up pro MMA fighters at our gym, and you're like, what the fuck? In fucking boxing. Every- yeah.
0: I mean, look at, look, look at how Dude, Cyborg... I know I could be wrong. Look how I get cyborg- it. Do you see how That's Cyborg... Why I've okay, cyborg- <laughs> That's cyborg- why I stopped Remember talking about it. Okay, Cyborg. Remember when Cyborg... That's why I stopped right, talking about Look how good Cyborg looks. Remember when she did her k- her her kickboxing thing
3: yeah. against... But she yeah. fought Jarena Bears. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. No, May Jarena Bears had the height. That was a little bit different. Jarena fi- Bears had height.
0: Okay, look how dominant look, Cyborg is. I know is. I'm
3: wrong. That's okay. why I've stopped talking about you it. You don't know you you're wrong. Know what you're not you not know what's But you're still talking about it by saying she fought Jorina Bears. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So do you think Jarena Bears is better
3: than Mayweather and what and he, what he's good at? How good do you at? think Conor McGregor would do against against Oscar but De La Hoya? Conor also has height on Floyd. That's that's the only thing I'm saying between Cyborg so and Jarena. So does
0: Luke Walton? He's not beating fucking you know. Walton uh, so sucks. Did, so did Shaquille O'Neal?
3: <laughs> this, this is why I don't talk about it. I get it. I get it. I get Shaquille it.
2: Shaquille O'Neal could a be
3: advantage. wrong, but until August 26. There, we don't know shit. Can we no, not
2: forget Floyd no, uh, Mayweather okay, versus if, the Big Show?
3: If if McGregor, yeah, if McGregor <laughs> wins, right? Let's say if he wins, <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe maybe Mayweather sprains his ankle on the way in there or something, or I don't know, who knows what happens. He gets a Vola. all right. Okay, let's say he wins. What are, what tattoo are you gonna get
3: for Conor? Yeah, I don't know. There's no, You there's, thought about this? There's no tattoo in this one. The Co- stakes are higher. Well, what are and you I'm the, not what, releasing the stakes total? What are the stakes? Stakes are higher. You chopping your dick off or what? What are you gonna
0: no. do? <laughs> what could you possibly do with these steaks?
3: I guess you'll find Make out when Connor wins on August 26th Are you going to become Irish? Are
0: you, no, you going to move to no. Ireland? What, no. are you gonna, what are you going to do? I am testing
3: my DNA, though, to find out about you the lineage you to eat potatoes, are you? <laughs>
0: Who the remember.
3: fuck is that guy? Uh, both of you, that was worse than his
0: Okay, listen, All right. what's your daughter's name? Balin Balin
2: Balin Balin, Balin. Balin. Look at
3: Mr. Adam.
0: Who do you think is going to win, McGregor or uh, Mayweather?
3: Just say Connor. Floyd, right?
0: Mayweather? Say Your black, daddy says say Connor. B- say
3: black guy or
2: white guy. Who? A
0: black guy or a white guy. Yeah, the black uh, guy. Exactly. Guy. Three God, years
2: old. God and she, damn it. She's against her. me. Bubba's yeah. been
0: coaching her. Have you been hanging out with Bubba Jenkins? Three, a three-year-old knows the difference, right? That's hilarious. Uh, that's good. Yeah, that, that's cool. Your daughter likes black guys. All right. Cool? Oh, so, oh, man. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Listen, people. uh, What do you got coming up? Anything coming up, Shane? No,
2: I'm a free agent. I want to fucking fight anybody. I'll fuck up Andre Harrison, and then loads looking for you. Shit, yeah, right. No, I'll fuck Andre Harrison up. Uh, You know, I will always call out my good old. You know who my uh, super rival is? Who's that? You know his name, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Georgie.
2: No, I love that guy. Uh, All the shit he talks on Twitter is amazing. But he, you know, he's a good dad. So props off the hand. You got
0: a record of 12 and three. Yep. Uh we're looking at you right now. You beat Jeremy Mahan, uh good fighter.
3: Jeremy Mahan. Jeremy yeah. Mahan, good Tony fighter. Boy. Yep. Uh
0: before that, uh you bo- you fought a couple explode guys.
3: Yep. Uh, exploders.
0: Uh there you go. All right. So you lost to Luke Zachrich. Yeah. So he's a good fighter. Yeah,
2: I fought him at two hundred and five pounds in a square cage.
0: Yeah, your first two fights were two thousand seven against two uh Murderers. UFC guys.
2: Yeah, both one at two hundred five and one at one eighty five. That's and crazy. I was uh, I, that was my coke binge and I tried to kill myself.
1: Was that, right. did that, I, did, I did that have anything to do with PTSD or was that?
2: Oh no, it was all PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, okay. uh, June 14th, oh nine, uh, literally a flat line and tried to kill myself. And then, uh, and then a couple of veterans yanked me back in, uh, Joe Duarte, uh, former strike force guy, yep. uh, pulled me back in the gym and said, if I ever uh, leave the gym, he's going to whoop my ass. And I kept straight and narrow sense, ra- rattled off 11 wins in a row. And I've been at it ever since.
0: I like it. Well, listen, man. You, I mean, you've won—I don't know what—ten out of your last eleven fights.
2: Yeah, twelve <laughs> uh, of my last thirteen.
0: <laughs> you're a very inspirational guy.
2: I you mean, I'll fuck up anybody. I'm willing to fight in Bellator, or friggin' PFL, UFC. Last minute, man, give me a call. On
1: the second season of the Contenders. You know. Yeah, you know, what about that? Would you would you do the Contenders? Hell or? yeah,
2: in a heartbeat. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I I tried out for uh, UFC twice. Uh, on the Ultimate Fighter show. Uh, the second time I made it all the way to the interviews and they told me I was too nice.
0: Who, who, who did you, you roll with? Who did you compete with?
2: Uh, it was the 155 season. If I, It was just, it, there wasn't any... Vince
0: Pichelle, that yeah. season with Uriah? Yep. And, uh, yep. yeah, yeah.
2: And I I got told I was too nice in the interviews and that's why they didn't take me, but... But how did you do against uh, rolling? Or... I did well in my whole group, yeah. I made it all the way to the interviews. I mean, I made it through rolling and as you know, as, you, know you go rolling and then you go striking and then... You go interviews if they accept you. Uh, went up to interviews and I wasn't even an alternate. It was weird. It, um, and then uh, and then I got a phone call telling me I was too nice uh, by the guys. So it is what it is. You know, I'm, I I talk shit, but I'm very humble about it, and I'm very nice about it. You know, I'm a family man. But uh, you know, I would love to be on Contenders. I would I would. I mean, game on. You know what I mean? I'll fuck up anybody. Eve
0: can make a phone call for you. Yeah.
2: I'll fight the world. I'd fight my own mother if there's a paycheck behind it. You know what I mean?
0: That's that's very comforting. Okay, so uh, so what do you? All right, uh, yeah, exactly. Don't fight mothers. All right, so uh, sorry. What do you buddy. got coming up?
2: Nothing, man. I'm just I'm sitting here just trying to get a fight right now. I just got medically cleared to train, so I'm ready.
0: Are you are you, are you working a full time job or no?
2: No, no. That, I I hang out at the gym and and raise my daughter, and I uh, work out every day. Does so. the
0: government give you a check?
2: Hell yeah, I get a check. They, they
0: should give you a check. Yeah. I mean, a guy like you should be taken care of for life.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, I I, wish. Think,
1: I think guys like you should always be taken care of for life. You went over there and you <laughs> Twice. Yeah.
2: You know, I do... I do. You know, I, I get a little stipend, but at the end of the day, you know, it's not about the money. You know, I have an amazing fiance that makes more than enough, and she's my little sugar mama. I got lucky as hell when it's I met Latina, her. Latina, right? Uh, she's Mexican and Filipino. Whoa. Yeah, but, uh, you know, she'll, she'll fucking make you a good dinner and stab you in the back at the same time. But, uh, you know, she's a great girl, and she, you know takes care of it. How and,
1: Filipino is she? does she like serve you, give you like when she gives you dinner, she gives you like a fork and a spoon.
2: Oh, no, no. She's not that Filipino. Okay. No, no. She she's more Latina than anything. Uh, nice. Um but no, you know, and it, so it stab you,
0: but then like nurse you to say. Yeah, safety. she's a
2: fucking engineer, dude. So, yeah. There you, go. you know, but she's she's cool, you know, and lets me be it wants me to be a dad. So, she lets me go to the gym in the mornings and be a dad at so night. Your kids of own? She does not. She's Mexican? Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Eve, what do you
1: got coming up? Um working the fox desk this weekend for the fights in mexico city got uh two more episodes of the contenders for this season i'm working on the 8th and the 22nd so i'm really looking forward to that it's fun to watch these young guys come out and and put it on the line man um and (coughs) doing some more stunts (laughs) shut up you know um (laughs) shut up you you got got stunts yeah doing some more stunts i'm trying to get on a few more of these smaller tv shows uh swat comes out November second, smaller TV shows. You're on CBS primetime. Well, well, that's not small. Yeah, no, I'm not like SWAT is not small. No, but um, I want to get on some of the smaller shows to, to trying uh, to work some acting, work some skills in, the, in that department. But um, yeah, I'm gonna keep working on some things. I want to I want to work on um, I'm gonna go and hustle some of uh, uh, some of the cool shows like um, Rush Hour and some of the fun things nice. like that. But um, any seminars coming up? I don't have any seminars coming up, but I need to go back to Houston pretty soon, and I'm gonna I'm gonna set up some things there for when I do that. But I'm gonna be here in LA throughout the rest of the summer, um, and I'm not going back to Houston until October. So I'll, I'm definitely gonna be. Well, back how was Space here Camp? It was a lot of fun, man. Yvonne had a really good time. Um, he he was able to he flew. What did he fly? He flew a seven thirty seven simulator oh, thing. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> So yeah he had a, he had a good time out there man we had we had fun he um yeah we, were, were you the
0: coolest parent'cause i I would think like space camp, all the like the nerdy dads, and he's like, my dad was in the u f
1: c like
3: yeah <laughs> we, uh, we don't, everybody we, else we, like what's u f c yeah exactly right? we don't even
1: even talk about that stuff he um like he doesn't care for fighting, and I love that about
3: him, so um like he watch if they bully him, the dad's coming to school,
1: oh <laughs> uh, I've told him that before um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, if, if you have any problems with any kids bullying you, um, and you are too, you don't feel comfortable enough to stand up for yourself, you know, you let me know because if I have to come up there, I will <laughs> fucking punch a kid in the face.
3: And <laughs> we'll get a highlight reel of all this stuff. Josh Thompson knockout. Be like, look what I did to this now, guy. Has you son ever brought home
0: a girl and you're like, she's too skinny? Send another, bring her, bring another one back. It's bigger.
1: No, but he uh, he he, uh, <laughs> he he has his thing now. He he's already claim that um he has this thing for asian girls so. nice so um that's that's his can't thing. hate on him okay.
0: wait how old is your son
1: 14 oh your
0: daughter's three damn all right so, oh. is, is this, is this, i'm just saying it could be oh. could it, 10 more yeah. years uh,
3: jared from subway disagrees 15 more years <laughs> oh,
0: right, Jesus so, uh, Christ. so uh yeah all right so he's so he, uh, we're gonna, so he likes asian girls
1: yeah, yeah that's those. what he says there's nothing wrong with asian girls there's nothing wrong with them at all there's nothing wrong with any girls
0: I'll tell you what I was coaching this little kid in wrestling and I was like I had this little black kid I was like hey do you, have a, do you have a girlfriend he's like man I'm done with black girls I <laughs> do why he goes, they goes too much drama uh, I, and I the kid was like eleven, so I, I didn't know what, to, like, what am I gonna say as a coach? I'm, I'm like, no, like, black girls aren't drama, uh, you know. Like, I didn't know what, to, I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, I think you should give him, give em a chance still, you know.
3: <laughs> You're Is eleven. that the same kid that told you I don't want no girl running my life? That's what he said. Yeah. He
0: goes, I don't need no girl. He goes, they always into your shit. I'm like, kid, I'm like, dude, you were white. I go, that's all girls, dude. That's not black girls. That's all girls. Even, even, dude, my girl gets jealous if I like. Cuddle with my dog. She's like, "Are you mad at me?" I'm like, "What?" She's like, "You, I, you woke up the last two days. I woke up and you were cu- not cuddling with me. You were cuddling with Miles, the dog." I'm like, "Well, I, he just came in my arms." I, and my I was, girl tells I
3: was, me I love my dogs more than her too.
0: Yeah, you, you sleep with them, but 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 I'm like literally, no, no, I, I, no, but it is annoying though. Like what? when I'm when I'm, do, 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 you, do you have any pets? No.
2: <laughs> you have yeah, pets? three dogs.
0: It's annoying, right? When you're having sex with your girl, do your dogs try to jump on the bed?
2: Oh, fuck yeah.
0: And they, don't know, they know exactly when you, but not. Like the Close minute the you do, oh, and
2: they're there. The minute, oh no, they are sneaky.
0: You take them outside, and they, they start whining. But they know exactly. I go, I go off to bed, and he knows off to bed. He he'll go yeah. off to bed. But then as soon as I nut, boom, he's and he tries to like lick my <laughs> hand. Like no, 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 no,
1: not, not yet. This is. A, let me wash my hands first. There's there's a, there's a thing about that man. I I'm not a big fan of pets because they're they're just children that never grow up. Yeah, like, oh, like Adam.
0: Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, coming from the <laughs> fighters, coming from the the fight. Come on, we we all have job. Well, three of the four of us have jobs here that that, that, that we love doing. And, and, and if you love doing your job, call me out. Yeah. I know. When you, when, no, he you, you own a tattoo parlor now.
3: Yes, correct? I do. Okay,
0: if you love doing your job, uh, yeah. you get to stay young. That's my philosophy on life. If you yeah. love what you do, you stay young that's really
3: it I love what I do you mean if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life
0: somebody said that somebody had a joke like do what you love and the money will follow he's like so I've been jerking off all day for weeks uh, (laughs) I can't wait for those checks to come in (laughs) anyway uh, so people um, I'm at uh, where am I at I'm at the comedy store Thursday night uh, the Dime Bar Monday and Tuesday Uh, San Diego Monday night a place called uh, Backyards it's a bar bar called Backyards
2: save me uh, two
0: uh, yeah, yeah, San Diego. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be in a...
3: Uh, you said send them two invites. Oh, yes. Comms.
0: Saturday, I'm going to Lady Gaga with the girl. We're going to see Lady Gaga. Uh, this Saturday? No, not Saturday. You mean you're uh, taking uh,
2: her with week. you for it?
0: Oh. it? It's her birthday. <laughs> and then I'm going to China. I'm doing a uh, Shanghai Comedy Club. Uh, September 6th... Are they 6th, even going
3: to understand you?
0: They're, they're, they speak English, but... Uh, this is September 6th, I'm in Linwood, uh, Washington. Cliffhanger Sports Bar and Restaurant. Arlington at the Angel of the Winds Casino in Washington. A place called The Warehouse in Washington. And then uh, Cashmere, Washington at Club Crow. And then in Cedar Rapids, uh, September 15th and 16th. And Dubuque, Iowa, Diamond Joe Casino, uh, November 13th. So, uh, people want to follow you? How do they follow
2: you? Uh, War underscore Rhino on Instagram. S-Crutch and MMA on uh, Twitter. Are you a Trump supporter, by the way? Fuck yeah, I am. Really? <laughs> I was at his inauguration. I got. I got engaged right in front of Trump and Mattis and the whole cabinet at the inaugural ball so wow. I uh, sat next to Mayweather and uh, Mark Sanchez at the inauguration when they swore in so so your support you're supporting a Trump supporter in Mayweather because he was there at the inauguration
3: hmm. Tito, Tito showed up to the hotel the other day for the first time wearing a Trump Pence shirt yeah oh, it, was, it was pretty
2: but you know hey, at the end of the day you know I wasn't the biggest Obama fan either, but I still supported him. He's my president, so you know, yeah. know it, it is what it is. But all the all the shit getting talked on either candidate—I mean, still fuck Hillary. But at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I'll 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 give love and respect to everybody else. But Hillary's a murderer.
3: All right, thanks, Shane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on
3: a lighter note, my birthday's on Sunday. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, your birthday
0: Sunday? Happy yeah. birthday, CB. He's all right, thank be you guys. 12. Thank you guys so much. Uh, take care, and thanks for listening to the podcast. Bye. Later. Okay, now we are going to interview the very talented and awesome King of the Caves champion, Andy Nguyen. She's awesome. I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, her nickname is The Crazy Asian, and uh, let's see what she's got to say. Um, and, uh, I was like, I, I go, hey, how, how, how are you doing? And then you said, I go, what do you do for a thing? And you like, nothing. I'm like, oh, are you a fighter? And then you said no. Uh, but then uh, it turns out you actually are a fighter and uh, a very good fighter. You fought in in King of the Cage, everything else. How's everything going with you?
4: I'm doing really well. <laughs> I'm about to fight again, not this weekend, but the next weekend.
0: Oh, nice. Who are you fighting against?
4: I am fighting a girl named Melissa Karakonagas. He's Canadian. I'm fighting in Niagara Falls, New York. Oh my God, I think this will be the first and the last time fighting in New York. They want, they want an MRI, they want a CAT scan, they want a physical, uh, they want, I needed, they, they needed a pap smear for me. Like what, what, the, what does my vagina have to do with anything? It could take a pounding, but I don't understand. Why do you, why do you need, why do I need to see a gynecologist for, for, for a fight? Well, it, this is ridiculous. Uh,
0: it is totally ridiculous. I, I completely understand. Well, kind of. But uh, now, your vagina can take a pounding. Uh, let's get back to that. Uh, can, it really th- can it really take a pounding? Uh, I, uh, have you taken lots of poundings? Uh, 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 please uh, elaborate on that. I
4: was just joking. Oh, damn. MMA.
0: Of course, of course. Now, but you are... You are uh, okay, there you go. So you're fighting in Niagara. Now, now you fought in Ryzen, and you won in, in, in uh, Ryzen. Um... Why, how come are not fighting in Rising again?
4: Um, that was, uh, that was this past New Year's. Uh, uh, uh Crow Cop was, uh, he won the tournament for the men's side. I don't know if you guys, uh, watched that whole card. It was, it was a, it was a cool card. I got to meet Gabby Garcia, uh, Crow Cop, uh, the, uh, just a, a lot of people. Uh, Roy Nelson was there, um, Chris Cyborg, uh, Chris Cyborg was warming up with Gabby Garcia, and that is so funny to watch because Cyborg is so little compared to Gabby Garcia. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, we think Cyborg is huge, but, like, when she's warming up with Gabby Garcia, she's tiny.
0: (coughs) No, absolutely. absolutely. But I'm I'm saying, but how come you didn't, um, how come you're not fighting with rising again? again? Oh, I am. Oh, Okay. Okay, so you're still on, like, so it's still open to fight with Rise. Like, what is this promotion you're fighting in uh, Niagara Falls?
4: King of the Cage. I'm uh, defending my belt.
0: Uh got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it.
4: Now you got it. Yes, there you go.
0: yes, yes. You're defending your belt. Now, what I like about you is I was looking at some of your fights. Um, you started off as an amateur. You were one in five as an amateur, and now you're five and three as a pro. No, I was.
4: Uh, no, I was. Uh, I was actually. 7-11 or
0: 7, yeah, seven twelve 12 or something. Okay, so you were 7. crazy. It's a lot of amateur fights. But, but I'm saying, like, you weren't the most successful amateur fighter. Let's just say that. Uh, but you actually, as a pro, you're, you're kicking ass. You won three fights in a row. And, and I think a lot, of our, a lot of our listeners are amateur fighters who get off to bad starts and they get discouraged and they, 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 they quit. But you're someone who, you know, you basically shows that, look, just because you didn't get off to the greatest start doesn't mean you can't get to where you want to go.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, I've never fought at Adam weight as an amateur before. I always thought I was a straw weight. I, uh, I didn't know how to cut weight back then, and back then, like seven years ago, there was hardly any females in South Carolina, so I just got, I just got any fights I could have. I, I fought my weight class.: Yeah, is that um, where you I my walk weight class, which is when do you know what?
0: Now, is that where you grew up, in, uh, Myrtle, in uh, Myrtle Beach?
4: Um, I, that's where I started, MMA. I, I was born in Hollywood, California. I moved out of L.A. when I was 13. My mom moved us to South Carolina. And now I am in Louisiana training with Andrea KGB Lee, and that's my best friend, and we're full-time par- um, training partners.
0: Nice, nice. You were born in Hollywood. Now, how, how do you go from Hollywood to South Carolina uh, as a Vietnamese girl? Explain this all to me.
4: Well, <laughs> the Children's Hospital was open. Uh, and for some reason, my mother was closer to Hollywood than L.A. We were living in L.A., but my mother, I, I was just born there. and then uh, we, but, we, but I didn't live in Hollywood. I lived in L.A., Los Angeles. And then um, she moved us. Being a single mother with four children in Los Angeles was really expensive, so then she moved us to Greenville, South Carolina, and then I moved to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina probably about eight years ago, and then I started MMA seven years ago.
0: Wow. Now, now I saw in your Rise and Fight, you walked out to the, to the cage, and you were doing all these kind of like stripper moves. Uh, you were like twerking. You looked hot as shit. It was probably the best walkout ever. Did you ever spend any time as an exotic dancer?
4: Oh uh, no! <laughs> I wish I don't. I don't have that that such big of ball. I can never strip. Oh <laughs>
0: uh, okay, so, but where did you learn these moves from? Uh, I've
4: always liked to dance. I'm like an entertainer. I
0: just always like to dance. Mm. Well, you're very good at it. Uh, and I was, uh, I was like, wow. I honestly think they're dropping the ball with you because, uh, because you look great. You're the only pro Vietnamese fighter. You hit hard. Uh, you're funny. Uh, I think you're a promoter's dream. Um, I don't know why Sean Shelby isn't isn't on this. Uh, any any advice for her, Eve?
1: I'm, I'm just laughing at you. You sound like you're trying to hit. You talking about you're funny.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. See, I, I, I think that she should be more. I, I think you should be like a household name. If I was, if, if it was up to me, I would fucking. I mean, she's like, You got to see this walkout, dude. It was insane. It was like people people had boners for the first time in years. I'll actually show it to you. It was uh, it was it, it was very. Now um.
1: How you doing, Andy?
0: So anyway, you know, you took one of her his, hi. Her, no, you took one of Eve's seminars.
4: Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, in Louisiana.
1: Yeah, her and Andrea came. I was we were at Gladiators, Tim Crater's gym in in, in Lafayette, Lafayette. Right? Is it Lafayette?
0: And how was yes, it? Yes,
4: Lafayette.
0: Did you did you learn a lot?
4: Yeah, uh, some of the combinations was really similar, but I like the. Uh, i i I did i like
0: it a lot some of it was a little different and the wrestling was fun too nice now uh now one of my friends uh bb laced you guys have this rivalry uh bb is out of jackson's gym very attractive asian girl she beat you the first time although it was very close uh you beat her the second time uh she thinks it was close what's up with you and bb are you are you guys friends now do you guys still have that uh what's going on with you two
4: uh, she wants uh, she wants another rematch which i course, I would grant to her uh, the promotion's not going to give it to her until next year because she just lost um, we we were friends beforehand like before I even dropped to Adam Waite. Uh, you know we would just help each other she's came down to Louisiana and trained with us she' uh, she she's, she's, she's a gym hopper she goes everywhere so um it, yeah we're cordial we're we're neutral we're just it just, uh, a lot of people think it's a big rivalry or something. It's uh, not really. Okay. It's, yeah, it's not really. I'm, I'm pretty respectful with nice. her.
0: Now, now, how did you get into mixed martial arts? Like, How does a girl like you, so you're 28 years old, you're, you're living in what, South Carolina?
4: I'm 35 years
0: old. I know, but you were 28 when you started. You were 28, you were living yeah. in South Carolina. What were you doing for work? Um, I'm Vietnamese, duh. So we did nails. Uh, you so, really? You were actually doing really? You were doing nails for real? Yeah,
4: yeah, I
0: was. All right, so you were doing you were doing nails. Did you did you go to college? Did you have any college degree? Well,
4: that was it. That was cosmetology. So that was half oh my God.
0: college. Right. Okay. You were you were in Vietnamese college, which is like okay, doing nails, and now and, now, <laughs> and you're just bored. You're like, you know what? I I can't see that my rest of my life is working at a nail salon. You're like, I need to do something more fun. So then you walk into an a, a MMA gym. Is that how it went down?
4: No. Um, what happened was seven or eight years ago, uh, MMA was legalized in South Carolina. I have moved to Myrtle Beach because my son needed to be closer to his father. His father lived there. So I moved so they could have a better relationship. And his father and his fiance had invited me to an MMA event. And I was like, I don't want to go, I don't want to see two guys fighting in the cage. They're like animals. It's retarded. And then um, they're like, well, we got you a ticket anyway. And I didn't, know, I didn't have any friends because I just moved to Myrtle Beach. So I went with them. I went with my baby daddy and his fiance. <laughs> and then, uh, the, you know, I was just mingling. I didn't pay attention to the male fight, but these two straw weights came out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these female straw weights. And I was like, I have to do this. I didn't know girls could do it. I thought it was just. I thought it was just guy. So I ran up to my, my son's father, and I was like, I want to do this. See, we dated when we were in high school, and he was like, you know what? This is so you. I didn't even think about this. So he hooked me up with the gym right away, and um, three months later, I won my first amateur fight, and that was it.
0: Now, did you play any sports in high school or anything athletic?
4: Mm, like uh, basketball and volleyball. That's about it.
0: Wow. So you really had no... Background in mixed martial arts at all, and you were just like, "Fuck it, I want to do this." No. Wow.
4: Yeah. (laughs)
0: No. She's Asian. Is that because she's Asian? Is that why? I have like a natural instinct. I don't
4: know. All
0: right, and and now here you are. You won your last three fights, uh, which was kicking. I mean, you're doing very well. Um, Now I remember you telling me you came to my show, you liked it a lot. You're like, "Hey, are you performing tomorrow night? I have a Tinder date. Uh, I want to take him to your show. Are, are, Are you still on Tinder?" (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah there's a site too that's so funny my one of my friends in michigan sent me a site he goes did you see that you're on this thing that they're making fun of girls on tinder well they weren't making fun of me but they were making fun i'll, I'll just send you the link it's kind of funny but like if you're dating a girl named andy that can kick ass you're pretty much the bitch then <laughs> it shows my whole entire profile it was like a older profile or something
0: now, I mean, now how, how are you single? You're, you're very attractive. You're a fighter. You, you're in Vegas. I mean, is it just guys are just trying to bang you the first night and you don't like them or guys intimidated by you? Like, what's, what's going on?
4: Well, I mean, I, it's, it's a full-time job. I'm always in the gym 30 hours a week. I'm in Louisiana. I don't date anybody in Louisiana. If you've ever been down here, like all the guys uh, younger than me, they look like they're 40. The only person that looked good was, you know, Eve. Doing the seminar, but like, I swear to God, there's nobody. I don't even turn on my Tinder when I'm in Louisiana. I'm just here for work. And it keeps me focused because there's nothing else to do in the
0: country. Right. So you're kind of, okay, so you're looking for a guy. uh, How many kids do you have? Just one. Just one, okay. And do you go from mostly white? I know the girl we had uh, last week, um, uh, she, uh, Alyssa, Alyssa loves fat guys. That's her thing, is like, she likes out of shape dudes. Uh, are you into out of shape dudes? Are you into bodybuilders are you the white guys, black guys? What's your type?
4: Uh, white guys uh, don't have to be uh, don't have to be with abs. I dated some black, but you know they were always like players, so it kind of turned me off. And um, I haven't seen a really good looking Asian guy. My biceps are like too big for them usually. Mm. So I, I, I hate to feel bigger than than. My significant other, or or my date, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Funny. It has to be funny. Sense of humor is number one.
0: There you go. Now, is it hard having big biceps because, like, when you give a guy a hand job, it's like two strokes, and then it's done, or no? No. Stop. No. (laughs)
4: Three.
0: Three. Three. Okay. There you go. Three. There you go. Nice. Three. Three. Okay. So, all right. So we're fighting a king of the cage. You're the champion. Have you talked to Sean Shelby or any of these guys, uh, anybody at Bellator? Or, uh, what about Invicta?
4: Um, they, they asked about me, but by the time they asked about me, I, I already signed, re-signed with King of the Cage, and I have like, fights come up with Ryzen. Right, right. So I have to finish this contract first.
0: Uh, do you have any advice for this girl,
1: Eve? Uh, I don't have any advice, but Andy, how do, you, how do you feel about fighting at 115 rather than 105?
4: I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty dominant uh, at 105, 115. I would just be like a like an average girl. I think you know, it would yeah. be like a toss up.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I heard I heard they're gonna put a 105 in the UFC. That's the, that's the word on the street. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which street? And you like, are?
4: and, and <laughs> now that I, I train so much, I'm only walking around at 122. So that would be only cutting like seven pounds. Now six five. Yeah, six. Seven pounds. That's
0: nothing. Now, Shane, your last wife uh, was uh, Asian yeah. yep. uh, and hot, uh,
2: yeah.
0: but she became psycho, correct?
2: No, yeah, she was psycho the whole time.
0: The whole time. Uh, the whole. Now, uh, she? Now, now my ex was Filipino and also a little bit psycho. They don't start off psycho. They just gradually little flags start coming up.
2: Um, mm. No. Yeah. Yeah. I had flags the whole time. I just wasn't. I didn't. I had blinders on.
0: Yeah, blinders. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I know. Uh, now, Andy, are you a normal chick? you, all of a sudden, are, like, is that why you're single? uh, You know, you start off normal, and then all of a sudden you start getting very jealous and wanting to fight people in public?
4: No, that's not how it goes. We train so much, I'm too tired to even get jealous or anything like that, Mm. or getting in a street fight.
0: Yeah, that's good. I like it. All right, well, listen, Andy the Crasian, uh, by the way, you gotta put your last name in your bio because it like it's, okay yes do that because it's, it's hard to act but, but yeah it's hard to know your last name unless you go into your website so uh but- dude
4: it's so common like that win is from the cowboys you got that that poker player scotty or stephen Wynn. yeah you should sure. know that last name by now adam
0: that, i know you're absolutely right but listen i'm a big fan of yours i can't wait to where, where could i watch this king of the cage fight
4: uh, it will be on their Facebook fan page or Mav TV.
0: Mav TV. And what do you know about your opponent? Anything?
4: She's Canadian and she's hot, too.
0: <laughs> Canadian and hot. I mean, what's, what's her name? What's her name?
4: Melissa Sophia Karaganagas. This is also a rematch. She was my first loss as a pro. I lost split decision. So you guys do have to tune in to watch this rematch.
0: Now, now are you into strictly guys or girls as well?
4: uh no i'm not into girls i've kissed a lot of girls but i've never like gone down on a girl
0: right uh, well that's that's the difference between guys and girls i like, can't be like <laughs> yeah you know, i'll make out with dudes but i'm yeah I'm, yeah I'm like, oh, I'm, you know. <laughs> but that's i got it uh, i got all right uh uh cb you're single right oh no you're
4: a no, girlfriend no uh, i'm not single i'm yes. far from single all
0: right all right well listen guys so where can people find you
4: um, they can find me on Instagram, Andy the Crazian or uh, Twitter. I believe I'm Andy the Crazian. It's just Andy the Crazian.
0: Nice. Now, what's your walkout going to be for the King of the Cage?
4: I uh, can't tell you. That's why you got to tune in.
0: Oh, God. All right, fine. I'll tune in. All right. <laughs> if it's anything like that, Rise and Walk Out, American Woman, I will 100% watch it. Uh, nothing like a Vietnamese girl dancing an <laughs> American woman. All right, so listen. Uh, thank you. Thanks for being on the show. want to have you back. Uh, you're great.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: Anytime. Take care. Take Bye, care,
4: Andy.
1: Take care, Andy.
2: All right. Good luck.